Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub. All right, I'm going to start this show. Right. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is Joe Kilgallen's Pub. Hey We're here. Hey. Two ciders, two yeah. shots. Yeah, two hey, it's Joe. Uh, before we get started, and there's like music playing in the background, like very light. I'm glad I'm recording this right uh, now. There's like all of like, I don't know, like Polly's, Polly's playing right now, like real low. Oh, Steve the Deep Nirvana cut. background hey, here. Hey, Joe. Joe. And uh, before we get started, I just want to uh, say a couple things. First of all, I had a little uh, meltdown. Pl- pl- I will get to the meltdown. All right, weekend. silly boys. I got a couple slide silly boys on the podcast. Slide today. over of that uh, stein of yeah. beer. Okay. <laughs> all right, real quick. Let me do my little intro thing, guys. I'm imagining I'm going to get some new We're listeners from podcast superstars like yourselves. Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub. This is the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, sit down and drink with some friends. We talk about what's going on in our lives, and we just get silly with it. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Kilgallen's Pub. Be myself a follow at Joe Kilgallen. You can review us on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher, Google Play, uh, JoeKilgallen.com slash podcast, SoundCloud, all the good stuff. Keep uh, on going. Keep on going. Write us a review. It goes a long way. Android. Android. I'm on everything you, you can hear a podcast. Your podcast. You're going to hear some motorcycles in the background. Algorithms. you got to mention algorithms. All the algorithms, yes. Uh, go back and listen to all the episodes. They stand alone. So you can check them all out. This is episode 12, and I'm very pumped up for this one because I've got two awesome guests. Guys, I've never, ha- I've never had a bad time with either of you. Well, Marty and I, you've had some <laughs> bad times. We've gotten into it. Oh, Colt, yeah? I've never had a bad time Oh, with. yeah? Maybe we don't know each other well enough. But uh, my guest, I've got the first hey. guest I'm going to give an intro to um, is a host of a podcast called Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. He is, without a doubt, one of my favorite comedians. I think I think the most underrated comedian in the country. I'll even well, say like that. that. Let's get that going. Let's you should, dude, yeah, because like your that. latest chunk, I think, is absolutely fantastic. You've been killing it left and right. i got a good chunk. Camus, you should know, producer. Thank you. Don't you call it like your latest chunk of material? Sure, like that sure. big, solid 50 sure. minute block you've been pounding through, you yeah. know? That is Marty DeRosa, everybody. How are you, Marty? I'm doing, I'm doing great. By the way, is it DeRosa or DeRosa? You're asking him this after 12, after 12 years, 12 years of, friendship? of friendship. How do you, what do you think it is? No, you know why? I had a thing about it where I thought about how I was going to intro this podcast. And, um,. I, I usually say DeRosa, but I remember yeah. once upon a time, uh, almost a decade ago, you tell me it's actually DeRosa, yeah. but I'm not a dick. I, I, I don't correct people. I say DeRosa. More blue collar guys say DeRosa. More unintelligent people is what or you meant. Both. You've never thought Which about Which is it? what I am. No, to me, they sound the exact yeah, same. I know. I well, know there's DeRosa, like you're saying Rose, like the flower, and then there's DeRosa, like Rose. Okay. I think DeRosa because I think of that Pixie song I like a lot. Let hit that D. Surferosa. D-Rosa. D-Rosa. Got to hit that a little better. Yeah. And the other voice you hear... Is a man that wears many hats, podcast host, comedian, uh, producer, college athlete, documentarian, documentarian now, Chicago PD actor, actor. actor I was going to say you probably written some stuff. And champion is probably the best of all your many titles. Former National Wrestling Alliance champion. Yes, multiple times. Ring of Honor too, right? You hold the belt in Ring of Honor. Two belts. Or was that Tag four? You doing two together? Commentator. Commentator. I mean, the man. Does a lot. Entrepreneur, you could even say if you wanted to be that, that asshole. He said that already? Yeah. All right. I don't know. Don't, does the entrepreneur label get thrown around too much? I agree. You, for you sure. do, right? That is Cole Cabana. Yay. Yay. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank yeah. Cole Cabana. Um, yeah, we're going to have a really silly, fun podcast. I wanted to start off with a new thing because I, I feel like you know, I'm trying to recreate the bar atmosphere. I like my favorite conversations to plays in bars. We are. We're in Kilgallen's pub right now. Mm-hmm. And usually when you're at a bar with your with your buddies hanging out, you start off with some silly shit. So I got a crazy question. I'm going to give you three options. You get to choose which one you want to answer. This is for both of you. You can answer different ones. Number one, how did you lose your virginity? You can answer that one. Or you can answer number two, if you were to be any animal, what animal and why? Kind of a dumber one, I feel like, but I, I got to mix it up. And number three, if you had a choice between having 
the best orgasms every single day, but in return, you'd have to eat the same food for the rest of your life. Would you take that choice? By the way, that didn't sound like a good either or right there. Sound like a great one. I, right? I have some questions when it comes to that. Okay. So, wait, how did I want to say it? I want to say you get to orgasm all the time. A really good one, though. Really? The, the best orgasms ever, but in return, you have to only eat the same food ever, or would you rather have the... Or would you rather have like one orgasms a week, but you get the best food every day? So you can't pluralize one orgasms. Okay, one orgasm a week. I'm excited, Colt. I'm excited. You have an orgasm. Yeah, this, with this food, do you gain weight? It's the same food every day. It's enough to you it's gain a little like weight. Enough. Are you it's choosing enough. the food? It's like dog food. Well, because you say or have you regular, but have food? the best food. Am I gaining weight off this best food? How about one orgasm a month? Well, a month. But the best food you've ever had. Do I gain weight on that food? Yes. No. But you can still exercise. I didn't think about the weight gain when I put into this so real hypothetical. Think about the weight gain. <laughs> had you said no weight gain, I would have went food. All right, we're going to talk about you becoming a fitness guy. Yeah. I feel like that's slowly creeping into your personality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you doing a, an impression of someone I know right no, now? No, that's I feel me. like that that's was a, a very comedian Mike Stanley it's impression. Very like, What's up, dude? With me. All right, I like that. He's yeah. also in a bicep curl connection uh, connection position right now. You were a smart guy getting the, to the full sleeves on both arms because it looks like you're always tan. Oh, thank you. With the tattoos. Thanks. That's a good look. Thanks. All right, so what, ha- what, what, what do you think, boys? I have no interest in telling my virginity story. Well, that was it too much? Just Yeah, I'm not interested in throwing that out there. All right. Um, you don't have to name her name <laughs> or his name or right? its name, whatever uh, you want. What's the other one? I don't, I don't want to. What kind of want, animal would you be? kind of animal would I be? I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking about... Dude, I wrote this stuff when I was very Obviously. not in good shape. Obviously. Here, here's the thing. I eat the same thing every day anyways. Yeah, I forget Grilled that, chicken like, breast, egg whites. About your, yeah. That's it. You know, I recently read that egg whites, it's just kind of a myth. It's just, they're not that much better than regular eggs. Don't say that to me. That's what I, I came across on a podcast. Because I get egg whites all the time. You know what I do? I get egg whites, a little Tabasco sauce to give it some flavor. I don't like Tabasco sauce. This guy is- So you just do plain egg whites? Put a little avocado on it. Okay, I like that. Throw some chicken in there, and that's it. I like that every day for the rest of my life. Or what do you have for pizza? Is great. What do you have for breakfast? What's that? What's your breakfast? Egg white omelet. All right. With chicken in it. I love egg whites. So same meal three times a day. All right, so you're having the best orgasms every day. Then that was an easy one for you. Yeah, that's like pineapple and watermelon. This guy's coming a mile with the way uh, I described it. And I'm having decent orgasms. No, the best. Mm. Because of not just decent, whites. the best. Do egg whites kind do, of look like if they're runny, right? If they're a little bit runny. Do you ever order egg whites at a place and they're like, "Why do you want just the white part?" Do they understand like it's healthy? I just was recently in China. Yeah. And there was a buffet, and there was like the person was making, and they had, and I had to yeah. teach them how to yeah. make me an egg white omelet. Because that was when we were at WrestleCon one time. All the wrestlers, they, and the guy was like, "What do you mean you don't want?" The, you don't want the yummy part? You don't want the yummy part? <laughs> well, that's your loss. And they were you know, the them. white part is the shitty part. No, I'm, I'm going to learn some stuff like, about what, you two why, today because like, I'm not... I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm a real novice wrestling fan. Like I like watching it. I'll come up for the pay-per-views. I try to catch Raw when I'm when Can I'm I home. Tell Cole but I do love it. Wrestling related about you that I feel... Real quick, like, let me tell the listeners who okay. might... You know, not know these sure. two are huge in the wrestling world, and and most people. I'm I not. like how people. The you know, it's annoying. Than me. Is, I'm not. Real quick though, do you guys ever? I know there's some wrestling fans who are like me. I'm kind of a nerd. I like wrestling, and I want to be like wrestling is so mainstream. Stop acting like it's this like underground thing that only you know about. It'll it's, always it's very be big. the redheaded stepchild. 
I get that, but always. it's still very popular. It's always the number one thing trending the every sports Monday. Sportscasters, I mean, like most of them, are like Ugh, wrestling. They all still make fun. They're of all it. gonna die out soon, right, right? But I'm saying, like, even in sports, it's just like, ugh. Unless they like have to, like, because it's on their network or something, or they're on the show. Nor- most times they'll just kind of be like, oh yeah, wrestling. And they always, like, I always know they're gonna say, oh that like WrestleMania thing. It's always the same. Oh the Hulk Hogan thing. It's like always the same thing. I remember the MMA people talk whenever someone's tr- like when Brock Lesnar first transitioned over, they're yeah. all like, oh he's the wrestler guy, right? Like, yeah. And they always kind of talk and down a little bit. Fuck out of everybody. But, yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, but the ones who knew is, knew that he had I'm a tell, uh, I'm collegiate tell wrestling background. I'm gonna tell this story, and this is my favorite wrestling related yeah. uh, Joe story that like really just sums up Joe. Uh, Joe used to play, was it NWO versus? It was NWO WCW Revenge for Nintendo 64. Revenge. And uh, Joe was getting ready for a show. I, I met him at his place and he was getting ready and then we were going to leave. And he's like, you can play, you know, Super Nintendo or Nintendo 64 while I get ready. And I was like, okay, cool. And then he goes, oh, uh, wait, though. They're... He's like, all right. Uh, Let the record state that was Marty who burped on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes, he goes, all right, well, I, before I shower, I should tell you, uh, if you look through all the different wrestlers, there are, there are going to be some of people you know. Um, <laughs> if I get mad at somebody, I make a character for them, and I beat the shit out of them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Wow, that's yeah. a great way. I mean, we all know about your anger issues, but that that's was, a great way. I stopped doing that, and it got worse. <laughs> yeah, I don't see why you would stop doing that. I should bring it back. Well, because in my head, I remember that day going, there's a bunch of games there, and I knew which one you'd mm-hmm. pick, because you're, right you're Marty. Yeah. And I wanted to, yeah, there was names of people we knew where I definitely, I gave them the worst, like, I get, they were like Disco Inferno, but I renamed Disco and gave them the worst Disco Inferno I outfit. Think and just like CTA, the blue line, pizza, like just things that are pissing me off. Oh, why would, why would pizza piss them you off? Yeah. yeah. That's smart. Though. Well, like, it was I'm a healthy too much pizza. thing. I'm getting too fat. Fuck, fuck. And it's like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of a wrestler named Pizza yeah. and have him dressed in pizza spandex. <laughs> Yeah. That might have been idea. an option, actually. That was a good game for its time. Well, I remember, you remember after that time, I had a little notorious run of, me and you had a little run in. Yeah. I had a, a famous run in that led, led to a suspension. Yeah, people like meltdowns. to call them meltdowns, which was the name of a very popular show, so I didn't mind people. There was a video that went around that I had to get YouTube to take off of me drunk like did crazy. Did you and Drew Michael have meltdown offs? Yes. Eat me we and Joe did. did. Me and Drew Michael went at Joe it. Joe chased me through a bar. I didn't quite chase you. I went toward you, and a few people stepped in the way, so I wouldn't get to you. But I never would have done anything because yeah. I like you too much. Yeah. I've had if he a wanted thing. to do something to you. Yeah. He would have made you on NWO '64. Yeah, and he would have beat you up. Didn't yeah. you feel good that you weren't one of the characters? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I kind of was like, oh, maybe I need to like step up my game to <laughs> get a character on here. He wanted to be Scott Steiner. Yeah. I would like, you know, normally I don't try to make this podcast about myself, but I feel like Marty, since you actually listeners, he put up the last episode ever of wrestling with depression yes. which was this great podcast that i was a guest on twice yes. and always felt amazing after in which marty would talk to people from all walks of life really it wasn't yeah. just comedians it was all over the place about their battles with depression and and trying to like shed light rage and, yeah, rage mine was wrestling yeah. with aggression i wanted to find out why someone punches a hole in the wall yeah that and was what i wanted to talk to you about spikes a video game controller yeah. and does all sorts of other crazy things throws a baseball bat 40 yards into the I air always, i had kids i grew up with that would do that like if you beat them in something they would throw the controller or i just like let's talk about the person who you're about to beat them and then they turn off the game oh go, yeah oh, you didn't beat me yeah Todd Glassman oh yeah i think I, i've done that once you before you remember the Todd Glassman yeah you're That's definitely crazy. a Todd Glassman i grew up you with definitely a, turned i grew up with the louis c, <laughs> c. casey man <laughs> Who's Todd Glassman? Todd Glass? 
Todd Glassman. The comedian? No, the guy in school that I would play baseball with on RBI Baseball, and I'd be beating him. It'd be in the ninth inning, two outs, and then there'd be a ground ball, and I'd about to throw to the first base, and he'd turn off the game and go, well, you didn't beat me. Mine was my friend Chad. My friend Chad was such a bad sport. He talks about, like, bitty ball games where he just was like, I'm just not passing, and parents would boo him. What games? Bitty ball. Like the fuck is that? Oh, like little, little like, like seven-year-old basketball rec league bitty stuff. ball. Bitty ball. What do you? Yeah, call? I remember that. What I coached my little brother's bitty ball. What did you call team. it? You know what bitty ball? Yeah, it was yeah. at the Chicago Park District. They had bitty ball, where it's basically like five and six-year-olds playing basketball for the first time. They lower the rim. They don't call traveling. Which they don't anyway. We didn't have park districts, but he would he would just be like, I don't I don't care. Like his dad was the coach, and he would be like, "You gotta stop!" And he would shoot so much and like get ball, like get rebounds away from his teammates. Oh, that was the like, worst kid. The and coach's the parents son. would boo him, and he was a monster. Like <laughs> when we were like playing games and stuff. He was a big. If he lost, it was just like, oof. You know what's sad to me is you each have a name, and I can't give one because I was that person. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. I can't think of who was the asshole who pulled. I was. No, I had another friend who was that kid where if you're playing a sport, they'd be like, you know what? I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Like if they provided the football or the basketball and they were being a dick, there was a few kids I knew like that. It was definitely you. I remember when I was like 13, this kid, we were playing basketball in the alley in Chicago. Alleys aren't very wide, and you know, it's garages on either side of the alley. And it's my friend Gilberto Lopez. Like gave me a shove on chasing a loose ball, and I responded by grabbing the back of his head and slamming it off a garage door Jesus. that was across the other. Yeah, it was, it was one of those moments where literally everybody who was playing, and four or five other people were like, what the fuck, dude? No, that's bullshit, man. Yeah. It's one thing when you kick the ball down yeah. the alley after a bullshit call. You you know, yeah, people were mad at me for a while. Yeah, I remember in Deerfield when we kicked down the cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> the mean streets. Yeah, we kicked it in the field in Indiana. <laughs> Were you near Fields? We were near everything. Oh, man. So Marty grew up in Northwest Indiana. Which and was like... Colt grew up out in uh, Deerfield, Illinois. The Burbs. About an North hour outside of the city, How was that right? library podcast you did uh, back in Deerfield? I went back. They my, my, my library that I grew up going to started a podcast and invited me to the library. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? To do a podcast. Did you have to be very quiet? A little bit. Was it a little NPR-ish? What they talk? Oh, of course, NPR-ish. NPR-ish. Yeah. Had to you mean be. they didn't ask the first time you got laid? Talk about that. <laughs> I was hoping to get that out of one of you, Marty. What about you? You want to tell your virginity story? Uh, How'd you lose it? It was. It's very similar to uh, uh, Super Bad. I remember watching it, being like, "Oh, that strikes." She she had a, she was drinking before, so I had to catch up. So I had to just like get, you know do my do my fair share of drinking. Otherwise, it would have been real creepy. Yeah, see, you were a good dude even back then. Uh, yeah. How old were you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 17. Good age. Yeah. Cole, could you at least give us the age or no? No, no none of that, huh? <laughs> All right. Tell you off air. All right. All right. That's it's fair. It's not impressive. That's fair. I'm going to record you telling it off air and then put it on Patreon <laughs> so I can get some. <laughs> I don't exclusive. even have a Patreon. I'd like to get one, though. Uh, I have to get enough listeners first, though. Yeah, I you're think. doing great. I'm doing okay so far. I'm happy great. with the listeners I've got. Have uh, you got any I t- negative reviews yet? Uh, no, I do. Okay. You know what? And I talked about this with some people on the last couple podcasts. Yeah. And I know why I got some negative okay. reviews. So I did a podcast. It was like episode seven or eight. If you're listening for the first time, you could go back. We have since made up. It was with a comedian named Tessa and Jonah Jerkins. <laughs> you know this one? Yeah. And it was ended up being almost a three-hour podcast, which was never the intention. And Although he says every good podcast should be three hours long. Yeah. It's a mantra I have. <laughs> yeah. I listened to your last one. It was like 49, 50 minutes. Man. Yeah, you perfect. know, I do those uh, online master classes that I all give. 
you know, people pay me fifteen thousand uh, or fifteen hundred. Yeah, I got like seven hundred people pay me fifteen hundred dollars. Are you serious? And I'll do it an online master. Are you serious? And I'm like, keep it to three hours. No, that's <laughs> what people like. Well, I told people because I remember when I posted that one, I had some people who were like friends of mine who had been listening, and they were like, "Dude, what the fuck, man? You expect me to listen to two hour and fifty minute podcast?" I said, you "Listen to it in chunks. Yeah. I don't expect you to sit down the whole time." I listen to a six hour podcast every week. Do you? Which yeah. one? It's called Between the Sheets. I just oh. put it on and just do work all day. Yeah, I, I don't mind listening to long ones. I don't care. I like them tight, too. I don't. It, it's whatever. As long as the content's good, I don't really care. But with the one I'm talking about in particular, we were drinking heavily. It's one of those things where my level of drinking was... She was way ahead of me. So I was, I was drunk enough not to realize how drunk she was. This is a super so bad situation all over again. Right? We would have handled, handled it way differently. And we went at each other. We've since made up a little bit. I still, it was funny. I saw her yesterday, and I'll get into the whole story about my latest meltdown. And I, wanted, I would love help from two smart guys like you who I feel like, you know, know how, you know how to take care of body. Marty, you've been getting really good at taking care of mine. So I almost feel like I could get a little therapy out of the two of you tonight. Uh, I talked to her and I said, hey, we're cool, right? I know we made up and to message each other the next day. It was fine, but I feel like there was a little tension. She's like, no, we're fine. I mean, I'm not going to go give you a sh- shoulder massage or anything. And I'm like, but that's yeah. showbiz. Yeah. That's, that's, I get You're that. Anyway. Yeah. I don't get it. She just uses it as an example. And I think she's great. Anyway. And I think that's why I'm a little bummed because I'm like, ah, it's one of those things where I don't think our friendship will ever be the same. You know, she says we're cool. It sucks. But uh, yeah, so I feel like I had nothing but five star and then that one came out. Okay. And then all of a sudden, I think I have like a three and a half rating. Are you getting, do you think you're getting better as a host? I do. So you're on episode, this is number this seven. This is number 12. Number 12. Get her an yes. edible arrangement. Should I do something nice like that? Maybe yeah, a gift card? I was thinking about really doing nice something like that. An edible arrangement. That's a little expensive. How about a gift card? old episodes, if you go back to like your first 10 podcasts, are you like, oh, God, oh. The that worst. Terrible. Yeah. That was also 2010. Yeah. And I was doing it on like a weird iPhone contraption. Yeah. Not good. I'm, I need to get tighter with uh, the introduction and do a little bit better. You do a great job, Cole, and you actually gave me this advice way back when about treat the start of every podcast like someone's listening for the very first time, and that has helped. So I kind of try to give a quick little, hey, this is what the thing is. It's Killian's Pub. I have a few drinks with people. I try to recreate the bar conversation, and you know, we never know where it's going to go. Sometimes it's silly. Sometimes we get into some deep stuff, and we have. I've had. Has anyone cried in here yet? Oh well, you made. Well, it I made some cry. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But I mean, like, has anyone been telling a story and get choked up? No, you know what? The very first one where Jonah talked about breaking up and the bender he went on. Yeah. I thought he got a little bit like, yeah, okay. he bummed about it. Um, but no, we've talked about like issues of race. We've talked about like all sorts of societal stuff with different comics where it just kind of goes into that. With race, I've talked about cultural race. appropriation. We've talked about uh, representation in movies and whatnot. And yeah, we'll touch on some stuff. White privilege, that's came up. Um, I try to keep it light, but like again, that's why I like about drinking at bars with people. So you like, going to some all shit. All that white privilege. I like to keep it light. Yeah, the fun <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? Nothing that'll make you hit someone. But yeah, so I definitely got a. I've now finally. You're gonna like to hear this, Marty. I've always been a guy. I have a notoriously bad temper. Anyone who knows me will discover that. I feel like I had enough. Uh, there goes this uh, police car. Coming after you now. Here they come. I had to crack the window because it was so hot in this room, and now hey, we have to listen to sirens. It. Trust me. Yeah, it's natural. I'm down the street when I do my people love it. Yeah? They love sirens. And I would like to talk about your podcast Ambience. in a second. Ambience. That's the word. Yeah, you know, you actually told me I should be doing a live at a pub Dude, and getting that the real. Mo- the, the most great like feedback about that I ever got was when I was living with Jonah uh, for a little while on his back porch. I would do it sometimes. And 
uh, there was a park and there'd be little kids. And people were like, hey, he did that interview with somebody. But those little kids playing, it really was nice. <laughs> it was really nice. Well, I did the one with Ed Towns where we did it in his backyard and they had these wind chimes going off. And they kind of annoyed me a little bit. Maybe people liked it, though. So I wasn't crazy about it. Well, I was going to say, but I, I was, like, my first, I've restarted my podcast. And, like, I'll be talking to someone and there's like, there was, like, a match in front of, like, 7,000 people in the background. Yeah. It's people fun. are like, that's so cool. It's cool because you feel like you're there. Yeah. The one I listened to, you were talking to someone in the airport. I feel like you were almost talking about like, the plane. I like it sounded when like. the trains are yeah. going off. Yeah, it was so cool. Like, especially in Japan, when it's you know the you're just the, giving you're giving them so look that's the experience the idea. Yeah, I want to touch on that very yeah. quickly before I get into my thing. Cole has this great podcast called The Art of Wrestling, and he's changed it to a docu style podcast, which I I mean I've heard, you know awesome. NPR stuff kind of sounds documentary style, yeah. so it's been done. But the way you do it, I really like it because you're bouncing around and and it really puts me in your shoes of this. Traveling in the crazy life. Yeah, you do. And that's the thing. Is I, like, it's four in the morning. Yeah. I just woke up, and it's fun too. Cause like traveling with you and stuff. I'm like, oh man, I know what this. Is. Like, yep, I know the deal. And now everyone knows the deal of just like when you get home at like two, and you're like, what a great night. And then you're like, well, we have to wake up at five because we have to go to the airport and stuff. And it's like, oh shit. Well, most podcasts you just picture two people sitting like we are at a desk talking. With yours, I do envision you going hotel to airport to uh, where you're going to wrestle, to the locker room, to all over these places. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I, I picture you on the street. And yeah, it puts a visualization to a podcast. Because people don't just see, see like, oh, you're here on Friday and you're here on Saturday. Oh, cool. But it's like, People don't understand what it takes to get from here to there to there. But I think the most important part of the, of the new podcast that I'm doing is that it has like the good mic parts. So like people know that I have the ability to have good mics and good quality. Yeah. I'm just choosing not to for on the road stuff. Sure. It's not like I'm just this guy with an iPhone and that's all my show is. Like if you and I are on the bus or whatever, the train going somewhere, you're not going to be like, oh, let me take out my great microphones. Right. But then there might be those times. But that's, well, no, that I entered, you know, yeah. I, 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 na- I narrate in between. That's what I liked about it, though, I felt. What? The fact that you could tell it was almost recorded on different things for each segment, right. in a way. Could you go back to the old style if, you, if they made you? If, if they made like, you. Who's the they? Podcast, the government? Please? If the podcast, please. Big, po- if big podcast. If big podcast <laughs> is like, hey, man, you can fucking go to the old style again. Yeah. I don't know. I'm on, a, I'm on a new venture here. Right, but do you like do you like doing this more now? I think I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what took balls because you already had a hit doing it the way you were doing it. You didn't need a change. Nobody was demanding a change. A fuck, I yeah. demanded a change. Were you so done? Done. Eight years almost. Yeah. Well, again, I, I got a lot of listeners who might not know you. And My name is Cole Cabana. I'm a professional wrestler. He's a professional I'm an wrestler. entrepreneur. I was in Chicago PD. <laughs> I... <laughs> I was in Chicago Med, man. We should have a Chicago off oh, someday. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm not another, yet, baby. I've gotten a lot of those callbacks. There you I go, Marty. Another fucking part as a guy in coma wiggling my toes. <laughs> Motherfucker. Let me see them toes. Oh, God. Yeah, they are kind of. Uh, what did you have to go audition for? I was in a coma, and, I was, and the nurse was going, wiggle your toes. And I was like, ah. Uh, uh, and I, I nodded at her like, I can, I can do it. And you don't actually say I can, it. though? I mean, I get, no, the look was like, hey, I think I can. And I, like, wiggled and my And your callback was in bit. this weird apartment on Belmont. Yeah, right. Yeah. Diversity. Yeah, nice <laughs> a little weird. casting couch. Um, but, yeah, no, and I've, I've almost gotten all a bunch of those bad guys. But you're not. But and Joe and I did. are right. part of the Dick Wolf team. One yeah, Chicago. No, <laughs> Man, come on, Dick. <laughs> so Colts is, is like... Dude, you're, I mentioned you on this podcast a couple of times. One, because you have the best tour I've ever sat on. That got mentioned on the podcast. The bidet. That bidet. Damn, I need to get that. 
So good. Maybe you would be less chill or more chill. I know. That might be part of my therapeutic transformation I need to go through. Yeah. And also because I remember talking to people. You know, I I went out to L.A. for a while, and I didn't hate L.A. as I've talked about. I I enjoyed parts of it. There are parts of the comedy industry I can't stand, of course. Um, And some people have asked me what kind of career do you want, and two names have come to mind. Kyle Kinane I mentioned, and then I mentioned you. Thank you. Because you're both people who kind of navigated around what is the so-called right path. Everyone always thinks this is the path you go on. And I've actually seen some friends of ours, Marty, that they've kind of, they've gone on the chosen one path. Sure. And it almost, I don't know, I feel like I like them better before they went down that path, as far as their style of what they did, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. Not everyone, I'm not being a dick. Obviously, there's some people who are like, yes, they deserve that shot, and absolutely they earned it, and fuck yeah, I'm glad people are taking notice. Yeah. Not not being that guy, you know? He's talking about you and when you got that Cole's hand modeling job? I don't know, man, I'm starting to wonder. Killer knuckles, man, and the world Thanks. needs to see those. So I wasn't talking about you. Thanks. Well, that's but a you had nice you were, and I appreciate that, Joe. You're Thank welcome. You. Yeah, but you you were in the WWE for a little bit. I was. And you know, call it it is. It didn't really work out. But that you didn't let that shit stop you. Um, I mean, I don't know. Some people say it didn't work out, but for me, oh and five and thrown out of two battle royals. I think that's a hell of a career. Uh, you know what I? I lost my debut in under two, under two minutes. So wrestling's always been your passion, right? When you were a little kid, you wanted to be a wrestler. When did you first want to be a wrestler? What age? Uh, I was. I mean, I first saw wrestling when I was three and became obsessed with it. You, what was the first match that you saw? Andre the Giant getting his haircut by oh, Ken Patera right. and Big that's John right. Stud. That's right. And it was you like March, that, yeah. It was March nineteen eighty three. I've looked back on the date. And so I was born May 6, 1980. So it's I my was, sister's birthday. Hey, she was born in '83 though. So I, so I was well. This no. Oh, so I was three years old. That's crazy. Oh, turning four, and I remember the match vividly. Yeah. But um, I, I, I was probably in sixth or seventh grade when I started getting the inside rumor magazines that was sent to my my house via newsletter about the inside workings of wrestling. You were six when you were getting no no sixth, sixth grade. grade. I was sixth grade. Probably twelve or thirteen were you years old. The observer. The I was torch? getting the torch. Torch. Okay. And so essentially, it's like that's uh, U.S. Weekly or, or or like what are the magazines on the racks like when you're yeah U.S. Weekly and yes. Newsweek. Us Weekly. Why did I say U.S. Weekly? Time. I call it U.S. Weekly. But it's a little more raunchier. Damn. It's us. So that's what I got. The equivalent of the wrestling world. Which aren't sold. Oh, he got like the Inquirer. He got the Inquirer. Oh, is that what it would be? Yeah, remember the like JJ the, Peppers like the had like PWI Inquirer. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those were just kind of like they made it their own story. Sometimes, so you were in, you were in like, underground shit. And he was getting the, awesome. like, hey man, you know what's gonna happen? Nice. That's I remember fun. a guy at school. I didn't even know when I was younger. Like I didn't even know that this shit was like taped weeks or months in advance. And there was like a, I forgot it was like might have been like Diesel versus Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental Title, and he's like. I bet Diesel wins it, and I'm like, no fucking way. And he's like, I bet you five bucks, and I'm like, okay, you're on. He was like, he gave me like two to one odds or something. Oh god! And then I lost, and I was like, fuck, how'd you know? And he's like, I have the newsletter. I'm like, what? Me and Cabana, we share the toys. Yeah, I know. So I would see on there that like, I never thought I was gonna like, I'm too Jewy and like suburban-y to be like a WWE superstar. He could say that he's Jewish. Yes, yes it's okay, everybody. <laughs> I mean, I know he's we're at Kilgallen's pub and everything. Yeah, kind of letting loose. We but, we're uh, cool with the Jews now. <laughs> The um, mix love the Jews. But then I read these results, and they're like, hey, at the Nashville Fairgrounds in front of 250 people, Moondog Axe beat Spot the, the Gladiator. And I Great was like, names, by the way. I just made this up. But well, they should become a name. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that seems realistic. I could do that. Like, I can't be like Hulk Hogan, but I could be uh, Cassidy Kid, you know? Yeah. And so that's where my dream started. 
That's fantastic. So the fact, like you mentioned, you were 0-5, got thrown out two better Royals. That's fantastic. I was obsessed with baseball. Still am. Wanted to be a baseball player. Came to the harsh realization it wasn't going to happen right around senior year of high school. And But if you had told me, hey, you get to go up to the show and you'll bat 100 right. and people will boo you, I'll be like, I'll take that shit. Yeah, when Bring I debuted, like, someone was like, hey, you're in the books. You know, like, no matter how shitty it goes, like, you're... You're in the books. You're, it's official. You were in the WWE. I was You're in like, the encyclopedia. I'm in the encyclopedia. There's a, the WWE has this giant encyclopedia, and at all the conventions, super fans will bring them around, and they want, like, obviously the goal is to get them signed by everybody who's still alive. And they just come up to them. They flip it open. You got to get Goldman's. It's right there by <laughs> Scotty Tuhati. That was and SD Jones. SD Jones. My name was Scotty Goldman, the wrestling Jew in uh, WWE. And if you wonder why that wasn't successful, then you're an idiot. That was Goldberg's first name, I believe, right? Yes, and then they changed it. <laughs> yeah, they were quick to change it. <laughs> and Marty, you've always been obsessed. I actually, you know, I've talked about this. I did some backyard wrestling. Yeah, hell yeah. And me we, too. And we boy, did, did it come in handy when we wrestled. I, my backyard wrestling. I want to get into pronouns. that, man. You what? can't use pronouns on a podcast. What so people say? think. Oh, when, when you said Colt we, and I. Thank you. There thank you, you go. When yes. Colt and I wrestled in New Orleans, all my backyard wrestling. Uh, I want to get to that real quick. Yeah, I had two characters I had to do because there was only like six or seven. I was Joe Berg because I was obsessed that was his with Goldberg. Main guy, Joe Berg. I was always here's where Marty hates me as a wrestling fan. I always loved the big guys who were actually terrible well, at wrestling. Yeah, well, I remember, t- remember t- I was like favorite wrestlers. Uh, Seamus was my guy for a long time <laughs> just because he's fucking Irish. And we saw him do that Celtic cross on a ladder at Money in the Bank. So was I love the Warlord. I thought he was amazing. Dead. And I, Warlord is just like this like six five just jacked guy who can't even move. He's got so many muscles. I like the dudes the star, like that couldn't move. I like yeah. the shit guys that were just bigger than life. But I was like, why is the wrestlers. Warlord champion? And then yeah. now I look back at his tapes, I was like, Oh, there's Oh, a, that's why. Yeah. I would reason. always I would always watch like Saturday's main event when Hogan was taking on the new big guy and I'm like, Well, here it goes. Yeah. Clearly Kamala's gonna win because he's awesome. Yeah. And then like Hogan would win and I'd be like, Oh god, I really thought this was gonna be this guy's time. I would watch Barbarian versus Dean Malenko and be like, fuck Dean Malenko. How's he going to make that big uh, dude tap? Come on. I always, uh, yeah, if you had paint and like a mohawk or shaved, I was just like, yep, you're my guy. So like the Road Warriors a lot? Them, yeah, and if I had the figures, they were always like champs. Always. Yeah. But then being a shit talker, I think yeah. I've always been a little bit of a shit talker my whole life. Uh-huh. I love the shit talkers. Sure. So, you know, obviously guys like The Rock came along and, you know, then I like the silly, funny people too. I, the Bushwhackers I thought were hilarious. You know, just goofballs like Honky that. Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man, I dug a little bit. You kind of have his hair. A bit of a quaff. A bit of a quaff, a little pompadour. Yeah. I got to get a haircut. This is getting bad right now. But uh, Marty got to wrestle your first ever professional wrestling yeah. match at uh, in New Orleans during WrestleMania weekend. WrestleCon. WrestleCon. For people like, who don't know. For they don't know, they now think that you wrestled at WrestleMania. You're right. Wow. I, had to be, I had to be specific. You're correct. Yeah. I don't think the average person realizes how insane WrestleMania is for all like different wrestling promotions and if you everyone who's connected with okay, wrestling. We'll talk about for these fans. Imagine SF Sketchfest. That people well, are going to fucking fans. get this. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. No, imagine if there's imagine the World Series. No, imagine if there's the uh, yeah. World Series. All right, so the World Series. Let's just say it's like the Super Bowl. Okay, let's just let me make this simple. The Super Bowl. So every year, okay, the Super Bowl is in Miami. See, imagine this if year. the World Series was the Super Bowl. No, first I started with the World Series, and then I was going to say, but just to pretend the World Series is only at one place, and then I'm like, oh, the Super Bowl. So Super Bowl is in Miami. Then imagine if, like, the XFL was putting on games. The CFL. The CFL. The uh, Arena League. Arena League. Uh, tag flag football. Women's lingerie. Lingerie. The football. Puppy Bowl, damn it. The p- 
kitten, the puppy bull, everything, if they were all there and all got together to Bibby go ball? against Biddy Ball, <laughs> all got together to go against uh, your Pop Warner football. Are you mm-hmm, going with that? Sure. Oh, that Little one. Giants. Um, and they all got together and were like, hey, they're the big guy, but let's still also get a whole bunch of this. And a lot of the Super Bowl fans, I mean, not a lot of, oh, good, what would you say? Like a, a, a quarter, a tenth are all about WrestleCon? Yeah, sure. Okay. 10,000 people are Yeah. There. But 80,000 people are at WrestleMania, 10,000 people came to Wrestle. Sure. And they come through, they go to the shows. Some of these shows are packed, some aren't. They're just There's like, a lot, of, a lot of ex wrestlers signing autographs. Oh, dude. It's, I mean, it's your childhood. Because I remember when you went down there, you got a picture with uh, Kevin Nash and X Pac. You get, yeah, Sean you get Walton. on the elevator. I mean, you're just like walking around, and it's just like everyone's there. It's, it's, that's so cool. Crazy. It's weird to I, see. I your wish old the legends. stuff I was obsessed with had something like that. Like I'm a baseball diehard. And you got like the Cubs convention, but that's not the same. No. I can never get into a game. Is what I I'm went to the Cubs convention. My neighbor, no, sorry, one of my best friends growing up was neighbors with Keith Moreland. Oh, yeah. So we went to the Cubs convention, and I got to go backstage at the Cubs convention because we were with him. And I was 16 years old, and I was a super athlete. I, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do anything because I believed, like, if you're an athlete, you can't do that stuff. Future Division One athlete. A Future Division One A athlete. Hey. And we were in the backstage, and who do I see smoking a cigarette? Mark Grace. Yeah. Dude. And I he was, was smoking the dugout, right? That was yeah, he was about, notorious yeah. for that. I was just like, it blew my mind. I was like, how... That's why he was so slow. He How run. could this happen? He's a major league baseball player, and he's smoking cigarettes. And Steve Stone was smoking a stogie, which I thought was okay because he was an yeah. announcer. But he's retired too. Still, you shouldn't be smoking that. Also, you're an announcer. Well, that's going to ruin your lyrics. Protect that voice, right? So people don't put that. You know, they don't think about that. That's sort of all I thought about. It blew my mind. And I once saw Scottie Pippen get a 24-pack at outside Jewel. Then he got into the wrestling business where nobody does drugs at all. And <laughs> no, clean living there, huh? themselves for sure. That I assumed. But the world of athletics, I always just assumed. And so the point being, I got to go to the Cubs convention and see a little behind the curtain. And whew, it- I hung out with, uh, I'll say it on the podcast, I've hung out with some professional athletes. Uh, hey, you're podcasting with me right now, buddy. You're podcasting with Coca Cabana right now, damn it. Uh, some guys who played National Hockey League, some NHL studs. And um, yeah, a lot of hard drugs going around there. A lot of make comedians. You know, Marty and I, we've seen comedians do some stuff. Look like fucking pussies. Like it's. Well, he he was. And by he, you mean? I mean Colt over here. Thank you. Uh, when he got into the wrestling business, it was still fucking pretty crazy, drug wise. Mm-hmm. You never like, taken a needle to the ass, right? Of, I mean, a lot of those dudes died. Like he knows. So you broke my heart the one time. I remember when I when you and I when I first started to get back into wrestling through you. Yeah. Because I was a diehard from like third grade to eighth grade, even freshman year, sophomore year of high school. I remember going to Spring Stampede at the United Center, which was Hell like yeah. in two thousand. Hulk Hogan versus Kidbin. Hell yeah. That was a weird era. That was Terry Balea versus. Kidbin. You're right. You're right. F U N B Terry Balea. Oh man, was it the Kidbin the New Blood versus like the old school or something? New Bloods versus the Millionaires Club. There you go. Yeah. And so I was still in it through through those days, but I remember getting back into it with you again, like maybe about five six years ago. Yeah. And bringing up certain wrestlers that I was a big fan of, and you're yeah. like, Dad, 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 and you saw Canyons, Dad, no, but nobody's like, better than WCW Canyon. closed. But he's you dead. were doing shows with all those dudes who didn't get for to me? WWE, right? Yeah, I've been on a million shows with Disco Inferno. And I mean, like, oh, he's dead now. No, no, but I'm no. saying, oh, I brought him up like, earlier. Yeah, all, a lot of those dudes were heavy drug users. Yeah, yeah, it was a time of. Steroids were fine and everything, and drugs was fine. Were you and this scared? is how it worked. Were you just like scared in the I locker room at all? Listen, I, 
I asked my trainer, like, hey, do I have to take steroids? I was 18 years old starting to train here at Portage Park. Yeah. In Irving. Uh, I live two blocks from there. You know, and I was just like, do I have to take steroids? And they were like, listen, eventually you're going to have to take steroids. But, like, you know, just don't take them now. And I was like, all right. So I was like, I'll just try not to take them. And, like, I never did. And I never did drugs. But I just was like, fuck, I guess, ugh. I guess I'm gonna have to do drugs and steroids just to fit in. It's a weird to be part of wrestling. That was part of wrestling. 1999. Did you? You probably know people who were like, "I'm never doing any of that stuff." The next thing you know, like, oh, there's a lot of forward. Like, oh no, they're fucking hooked. But when did you realize, Mario, that I'm gonna have to do cocaine one day? (laughs) I mean, I, I guess, yeah, you're right. It's comedians with anything. The other day, I was just like thinking of like, geez, this is morbid, but like people went to high school with who are dead, and it's just like, oh yeah, there's like. So many dudes I went to high school with are dead. I only got one that I know of. Yeah, man. I don't. I've got a couple, unfortunately. So many of these guys who used to hang out together. One big bus explosion. They didn't know, man. Just a bunch of fucking gas fight like in Zoolander, just and shit like that. Drugs and you know. So you related. Yeah, it's always the worst. You never. You always had the eye on the prize. I feel like right. Always focused on what you wanted to do. You yeah. never were tempted by, oh, let's do a little coke in the back with Buff no, Bagwell. None never, of that. Did never. any wrestler ever make anything bad or look kind of like, well, they kind of make it look fun? Like, did a Buff Bagwell ever be like, no, but I would look Cole, you want to get in on this? And you're like, I kind of do. No, well, a little. I mean, there's so many wrestlers that smoke weed that is just like, and they're not. They're fine. Also, there's so many wrestlers that do like the most amount of everything, and for and some reason aren't dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy how some wrestlers are still alive. Some people have that crazy tolerance. You but know? obviously, like coming off of football and being like a bodybuilder, I was just like very tempted to do steroids. It's just like I would look because I I can, I can look decent, but I was like if I took steroids, I would be so big. Because you see your coworkers, like as a comedian, it would be like if there was something like coke. I mean, not like steroids, which is kind of coke, but. Like, if there was something where, like, one day, if, like, we're just like, ah, I'm about as funny as that, dude. And then, like, three weeks later, he showed up, and he was just, like, so much better because he took something. It'd be like, fuck. You know, maybe it's funny, I should take But that. he could be dead from it in But years. he could be dead from it. <laughs> that, so too, like, so you don't want to risk that. As I'd comedian, rather be alive. My thoughts were, I'd always rather just be alive. And because I get to be in wrestling anyways, it's not like I'm not in wrestling. So I get to be in wrestling, and I'm going to be alive in 50 years. Well, but some of those guys mm. think probably like you will. I mean, you watch like bigger, stronger, faster, which like the one of the dudes is dead now from that documentary, which is about like taking steroids and stuff. But it, I get the impression that a lot of those guys are like, well, if you don't do it all the time, it's not bad. Like there's guys who like think HGH is like this miracle drug and stuff. Whatever they want to, like, to tell talk themselves. You into it, like, cold. You should, yeah, this is great. It might be. I don't know. There's a lot of science on it. I'm just still scared of it. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with anything that's not natural. HGH, you, you know, might be this mirror. Yeah, still the science isn't the there. Ground, I don't mess with it. Oh, well, that's and a I good realize point. that. But marijuana isn't a performance-enhancing drug is what I meant. That, still, that, I still don't want to fuck with that stuff. What are you worried about with it? I don't know. I just get weirded out by it. I, I get the idea of you don't want to smoke. It's not for everybody. No. If you don't get paranoid, you don't want to like. I sometimes I'm I have a bad reaction to it. Sometimes the idea of thinking I'm of like inhaling stuff really scares me. Well, you are inhaling fire, smoke in yeah, a way. Yeah. yeah, I get that. It's that's where that's some people are like it's so healthy for you. I'm like, well, not. It's it's better for you than alcohol. Yeah. It's better for you than a lot of things. Sure. There's some great benefits to marijuana, but you're still sm- breathing smoke into your lungs, yeah. which is still a negative. Yeah. So you know. Um, you just sound, I just sound like a real fucking square yeah. just then, well, didn't And there's I? other times where it's the best. Yeah, no, it's, I and could it use more so of it. Nice. I like edibles I a lot, man. They're very fun. 
It's just nice. The right amount of edibility. Well, work. Too far. Yeah. Of what? Telling jokes for ten minutes? No, like uh, the commercial. Hey, shoot, hey, right, we get nice stressed. Get commercial shoots, though, man. Out in the heat. Come on. Yeah, man. Marty was also the KFC spokes guy for a little baby. bit there. Come on, hey, so you weren't the I? colonel. Oh, you guys were both in one. Yeah. I forgot about I did that. You were a dad in his, one. Though. His was like uh, a couple other comedians the, were in that one, right? Ricky Gonzalez was in that, and a few other dudes. Davey Campbell was the ref, right? Colt got, Colt got them that gig. Yeah. Be you're, friends with me and I'll get you work. That was a good dude. Baby. Colt's a good shoot. dude. All right, should we talk about my shit now? Yeah, what's going on with you, dude? All right, so I'll, I'll recap very quickly. You were in a KFC commercial also? No, I wasn't, man. If I was, I'd be pissed off about it. No, I'd be happy because it's money. Um, I was playing like, yesterday's Memorial Day. According to this late Tuesday night, you're hearing this on a Wednesday. And there's a fourth or fifth annual comedian softball game that's mm-hmm. been going down. Marty, you weren't there. Disappointed. Yeah. But it's fine. And uh, I had the best day with my girlfriend instead of bl- dying in the heat and having meltdowns with you guys. Yeah, I guess you went on that front. So I was invited to that. I forget by who. Probably yeah, Joe Fernandez. Joe, Joe Fernandez yeah. hosts it. He's, and it's also his birthday weekend usually. So Joe Fernandez is... 35, I think now, 34, 35, and likes to do the whole birthday week I told, thing like I a told, teenage girl. I told annoying. him, I don't know what happened yet. He needs to collect a little money from everybody, and they need to hire an impartial professional umpire. <laughs> that might be fun because we did get into some shit. I, I definitely lost fun. over a safe or fair call yeah, or safe or uh, out call. I umpired for eight years. Well, you look like an umpire. And nobody could tell you to fuck off or anything. That's right. But I think it would be fun if the Because you're sober like, and strong. You hire this ump, and you're like, look call it right down the middle but just know these people will yell at you <laughs> and we've legally have the right to you want to hear my pay. strike one call yeah let's hear it i'll do it off yeah see rock okay i like that man. why is that different then what's then number two is i go two. Oh. what did you do for the you do a big strike go, three <laughs> you got to do that man because it pumps up the four? pitcher and they keep ball throwing four? strikes ah, take your base ball four sir you may go ahead and uh, <laughs> head over to the first base you have earned it by not striking out I remember one time I was an umpire for a little bit and if it was a bad pitch I'd just go nope <laughs> nah lots out alright buddy what happened so I dude man I, I should have known I got to realize the signs like I told everyone earlier I got this notorious bad temper that Marty has seen rear its ugly face far too many times and now I've conceded the fact that yeah I need help yeah? I started looking oh, at therapists man I'm, I gotta do it NAMI.org dude get so on. many different times in my past where people were like dude you need to fucking get your shit you and I yeah. we had a the group the show we produced I we had was a meeting like, Joe's mentally ill we had a meeting Joe's mentally ill <laughs> no, when I you left there I go I can't be mad at him because he's mentally ill we had a meeting for community should know and I'll tell people I don't fuck it I, I feel like talking about it helps more than anything and I could not I have been this, a bigger piece of shit. Craziest, uh, just that was your you at your craziest. That was me at my craziest. That was your craziest. I didn't feel like that was my craziest because I didn't hit anything. Because you were like, you weren't violent, but you were like keeping it in. And there were times where you were like, you thought you were being. Oh man, it was like was that not I even was, funny at all? I, I thought I had a couple you go zingers. through this roller coaster of emotions, and I was just like, oh man, this is a dude who is just cracking right now. Yeah, I didn't realize it though, because yeah. my home life had been so good that I didn't realize that I was. I feel like I was had like nervous exhaustion or something like that. Where at the end of the day, I was so exhausted and so tired that I just wasn't in control of anything. Yeah, and that anything that bothered me, I was just going to the darkest place and being the biggest prick. And so with the softball game on the, I had I got into a, some shit the day before, and. On the way there, I remember being like, if these guys are fucking... Me and Kyle Scanlon, who's been on the podcast a couple times now, actually, when we pulled up, 
They were playing 12-inch softball. Now, Chicago's notorious for 16-inch softball. Yeah, you guys should Google that. Mitts. I'm not getting into that. Yeah, because 12-inch, you got to wear mitts. And it's, I'm yeah. sorry. It's fucking women's softball. I don't want to be that guy, but it fucking is. <laughs> well, and you're that guy. We do not play that shit in Chicago, yeah. okay? I'm not going to be a dick. You can put ketchup on your hot dog, but you don't play gloves with a softball. Okay. And, I don't want to be a piece of shit, but fuck you yeah, and yeah, your yeah. wife and everyone you know. Yeah, don't be a fucking loser. So... I, I saw that right away. I'm like, if, if we're playing 12 inch, don't fucking tell me 12 inch. I don't have a glove. I'm fucking leaving immediately. And I came, oh, we're just messing around. I'm like, oh, messing around. We're playing the worst version of the sport. That seems dumb. Why don't you bring out a fucking tee? I think I said it somewhere. Wow. And, and right away, I'm like, oh, dude, just reel it in. And then, and then we were having fun for a while. And I didn't hit well. Okay. I was playing great defense, but okay. I, my third at bat of popping it up, I literally I was like. you got mad at somebody for catching your pop up in the outfield. That is 100% not true. God this damn, I hate when people relay out. shit messages. How dare you catch it? Here's the thing about... 15-inch softball. <laughs> here's the thing about comedians. I don't know if it's like in the Russell World cult or wherever world yeah, I people listening are. I comedy world, baby. But I know you are. But like comedians tend to do a thing where... Remember when I Drew Michael and I got into it? I've mentioned this on the yeah. podcast. Uh, we've talked about it. I, me and Drew have no Ancient problem with each other. More. I think he's great. Ancient history, you're right. I pushed him down one step. Two days later, I heard you threw Drew down a flight of stairs. That's fucking comedians. Yeah. They're all that's stuck anybody. in this that's lunch everybody. table world. That's everybody. All right, fine. Maybe I just hate comedians because I'm part that's of that. Everybody. Dude, you ever get that, though? I get into a point where I'm having such a bad time, and I go, I hate all these people. Yeah. So you much. You said it to us at the, at the meeting. <laughs> I did. I think I told all you guys I hate you. I hate you. all of you. No, but you I didn't get mad. a real fun thing where he, he was only saying goodbye to certain people. <laughs> 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 it's like every other person was getting a goodbye. goodbye. Pause. Goodbye. Goodbye. Pause. Goodbye. Pause. goodbye <laughs> to my friends. And then he left. Skip. We were all like, Goodbye. okay. Skip. <laughs> you know, there was some honesty that night. I'll tell you. <laughs> I didn't get mad. Bobby kind of made a sliding catch in center field. I didn't get mad. I joke and then was like laughed about it. Mm-hmm. And some people go, oh, he's going to get mad. And then I played it up a little. Because there are times where people expect me to get mad, so I yes. play it up for fun. You have to understand now. Yeah, tell me about this. because you for the Kilgallen meltdown. They like want to see they it. They want to see it. It's like the Aurora Borealis. might want to... Maybe make it happen. Talking about that KGM? Why would they want to make it happen? Kilgallen meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they want to make that happen? I don't. Something. Oh, I like that's, doing that's that. Like that. That's like saying I want to get Marty depressed. No. Why is it? No, it is, dude. No, because because no. you you're a show. Yeah. He's not a show. It's you're just gonna feel sad if you make me depressed. You're a dancing like, bear for cool. people. Yeah, that's it's fun. Damn, that's a good point. And then, then you go on social media and you'll talk about it. I just say sorry. I have to do my weekly apology. And apology. then you'll do a joke about it. So you know in the mean? world of professional wrestling, there's a thing called a rib. Right? It's where you prank people. It's a but it's it's uh, because we're on the road for fucking four hundred days a year. You need to keep yourself sane and so you rib all the wrestlers. We all rib each other. And there's a thing called selling it. So if I'm to rib, and you can go back and listen to me on uh, Mystery uh, Podcast, the Mystery Podcast, where we talked about this. That's a, a gimlet plug for you there. Um, but if so, I'm gonna if I take Marty's shoe and he goes fucking nuts, and he's like, "Where's my shoe? What the fuck? You're all gonna die." I'm gonna take his shoe for the next yeah. two years. That's it. Can you mention shoes? Because they fucked up my shoe. If I take escalate. his shoe, if I take his shoe and he doesn't sell it, then it's no fun for me. So I'm gonna just be like, "Ugh, here's your shoe back. Not fun." I, you, uh, you sell. I, you sell. Yeah, them. I know. And the thing is, I'm a, I've been aware of this my whole life. My I friends my in grade school, Joe. Oh. Grade school friends would de- and purposely get me mad. Remember, you? I was Joburg. Yeah, I remember I would shoot free throws in our basketball league. Yeah, this is league play. I'm at the free throw line. 
friends who weren't playing and yeah. grade school friends, the girls mm-hmm. would be up in the like the upper thing or whatever. Porch Park's gym had like a balcony thing, and they would chant Joe Berg it while I was shooting free throws. Exactly. And when I'd make them, I'd go fuck you and flip them off. Yeah. And one time, and, and they were because one time fun. In, yeah, it is fun. One it time in league, you, you sold. One time in league play, I got so mad because my buddy Mike Hackney was like. T- trashing me from the thing and it was the one game my dad did not go to otherwise I wouldn't have done this I took the basketball and threw it up into the balcony at him yeah and I got technical That's selling. I'm not a psychopath because I have. I feel I have empathy. I feel bad if I was PTs. I wouldn't. I definitely have a thing. I don't know what the word tendencies. There you go. I'll take that. I'll take that. Part-time psycho. That's all it is. You're selling. But my son ribs me though. He's one. He knows. Like when he go to change his diaper, he'll like get real twist and turn. I go, dude, you got to stay still. You're gonna get shit everywhere. And as I'm getting like kind of frustrated, and I'm cool with him. I'm not like he laughs. He thinks it's hilarious when I get all. It's fun for him. And now you're telling me people are now gunning for me? They're yeah, going for it? they're gunning you for me. You know what's funny, though? Each what? time I've lost well, it, I've Well, you probably always thought they were gunning for you your whole life. Now I have, they but now, are. Now it's that a self-fulfilling a, prophecy. Well, you know, I was talking about this with someone. So I'm, I've been back in the Chicago comedy scene for like a year. And I meant to allude to this earlier where I came up with you. I came up with all the heavy hitters of the with Chicago me? comedy scene. Uh, Colt, not you. I wish I came up with you, though, because I feel like your positivity would have had a better impact on me. And um, all you dudes, I feel like I built enough uh, equity well, when I would lose my shit, you guys were like, ah, it's Joe. Yeah. We understand it. Yeah. 90% of the time, he's great. 10% of the time, we're going to have to yes. he's going to be a fucking prick. We get it. Uh, but now. These new kids don't know me like that. So I feel like they're. it's a new generation. It's a new generation. I'm getting to know them a little bit. And I don't want to be known as this dude that they have to That's walk on eggshells around. Yeah, they're softer. A little, a little different. softer. This is not 90s basketball. Snapchat. A little different. With, little their, different. with, with their anal and their molly. Yeah, I know. It's a different there, world. That's, it's, that's, just every, it's, that's how it is everywhere. Well, now that I know they're gunning for me, motherfucker, for I'm going to kill them. No, wow. uh, <laughs> but it's like you said, you got to just go like, okay. okay. You know what I, I do? I've said when this. they're going, oh, here it is. This is it. And if you're just like, eh, okay. I'm just not going to hang but out with them. I never needed to hang out with these people before. Eh, okay. I need to. You don't well, have that in you right now yourself. Well, I remember learning this from doing your wrestling with depression where you had that questionnaire for people. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the questions are whether or not you could realize you're actually depressed is, are you no longer partaking in activities that you used to enjoy? enjoy. Yeah. So whenever I have these, like I will drive home yesterday, I remember going like, I'm not doing these this shit anymore. Yeah. Uh, next time there's a softball game or a football game or any kind mm-hmm. of competitive thing, I need to just stay at home mm-hmm. because... Yeah, sometimes it's fun, but most of them it's not. But I do, I do. I like playing sports. You could be the commentator. (laughs) You (laughs) could do a live podcast from a softball game. Oh my god, I would not be a good ump because I I was an ump, and whenever a coach barked at me, I would eject him immediately. I'd go watch the game from across the street, dickhead. That's what I'd say. Yeah, because you were allowed to kick him out of an entire park. That was power, (laughs) man. That was too much power for sixteen-year-old Joseph. Right. Oh man, I I don't. So what are you gonna do? I well, I, I am. I finally owned up to it. I had my, my Nicole, my wife, is. I uh, had her say. What does I, she think? She, yeah, she wants it too. <laughs> I told her, I go look. I need to do this for you, for for our son, for our dog. Because even the dog gets like, oh my god, it gets the fuck away from Dogs me when I'm in bed. Shit, man. Oh, What's they sense vibes so good. Holly, Boxer Lab. Dogs feel that shit. Great dog. Alpha when you female, come home, badass I'll... bitch. <sighs> He's with one leg out because she shows the boy dogs what the fuck is up. She's a great dog. Anyway, yes, she definitely feels that. But I want to be, because I don't want to be the angry dad. You know what I mean? Because I know kids reflect that. I I think I have the best day in the world, but he definitely had a temper. He's mellowed out through age, not through therapy. Just because when you get older, you chill. Even the way I am now, 
you know, I joked about it at that meeting going, oh, my God, four years ago, I was way worse Yeah. when, we, when I was being a prick yeah, at that right. meeting. Rationalizing or bargaining and all See, what I had as yeah. a child is I, I saw the angerment. The angerment? The anger. That works. The angerness? What am I yeah. getting at? No, you're saying it right. The anger that my father had, and I said, oh, I don't ever want to be like this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why like, I'm so relaxed. I used to be bummed when my dad would come home, and I'm like, I don't want to bum anyone out when I come home. Because my dad would be all revved up sometimes, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, here we go." I, I would, I would want if I had kids, I'd want them to. When I come home, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, this dude." No, home. we were always happy when my dad fun. came home. You just want to be Carl Anderson's Instagram stories. I really do. I, I really do. We all do. Sarah and I want to borrow his children. Oh, that's so cute. Fuck. Sarah is the co-host of uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, a great podcast. And Carl you... Anderson is a Carl Anderson's a wonderful <laughs> yeah. professional. Who's got three of the cutest sons ever? And a beautiful Asian woman. What about my son's cuter? Very proud of. Hashtag oh, his kids are mixed. Now they're probably cuter. His old vines. Mixed kids his are always the cutest. Were his Instagram stories are pretty great. great. Yeah. Is that okay for me to say, being as white as I am, mixed kids are always the cutest? It's okay uh, to say, right? Mixed kids are beautiful. They're going to be big stars. My buddy Kid Russell, has, who has a new album out, check him out on iTunes. He is a, a mixed kid. She, I saw her yesterday. She is gorgeous. Like, if you're a little mixed kid right two now, years commercials, two years old. Commercials, it is your fucking... There are great athletes time, that are mixed. Man. I'm thinking maybe we all should have been mixed, and here I am. Well, we are getting there. I, got, I married a, another white We're woman. there. Don't worry, Joe. I'm actually... My son breaks my line. I had a 100% Irish line going until my son you came You sure along. about that? People say that to me. As far as I know, that or no, I'm not DNA. doing. It. What else could I be? Scottish? Sure. Look at Welsh? The way sure. he said, I'm sure. not doing it. He goes, I am 100 percent Irish. Yeah. How do you know? And he goes, <laughs> Ancestry.com. What's the, what are they going to tell me? How do you know? Who I gives a know, shit? Is what said. I want to know. Well, that's what I'm. The, well, Why do people care? You seem to are. care. You, you seem to care. No, I know. I know. I can trace. Back a couple generations, Maybe and they all trace back to Ireland. What if you never know? They're like, hey, you got a little, you got a little. Dude, Jewish if I found out I was Polish, I would lose little, my shit, you man. Fuck them. In you. <laughs> you never know. Jewish would actually really help me in comedy. Dude. We're here oh, at a comedy no. place. Now we're at I the laugh factory. Comedians. You're Italian and Irish, as far as you know, right? Martin? Maybe, but who knows? And call it what? Russian Jew. And uh, Russian and what? Austrian. Polish. Uh, Polish. Cool, man. Can cool. I get another beer, Joe? Of course, my man. Tell me your bartender right now. Uh, who knows? Who knows yeah. what you are? I need to. You're right. But I'm but glad I had that, you on. More than Ancestry.com. How about Nami.org? Uh, let's get you a little therapy. Well, yeah. So I'm, I was looking. There's another one. Like psych- psychology like that, uh, Today was the website I went to. We're going to take a break right now to plug <laughs> our sponsor, Nami.org. <laughs> Changed the, my life. Use the code Colts. Changed my life. At free therapy. I was staying at his house uh, when he was uh, in Edinburgh. And I was just like, man. By he, he means cool. I was like, man, I got to fucking fix my life. Real quick, even this if we weren't on a podcast, referring to someone as he who's in the same room is still rude, by the way. Really? It is, yeah. Oh, okay, I used okay. to get corrected when I was a young kid. Wow. I'd get corrected okay. on that. Really? I didn't know. Okay. I don't know that, but. That's true. If you say he, she, to the person who's in the room. Him and he? All right. But yeah, I was they, them at, is confusing, I by the way. I was staying at Colt's apartment, and I was like, man, this is just getting fucking unmanageable. I was getting. I'm in, living in, in this free apartment. No, because yeah. I knew you were going to be home soon. I'm like, the fuck am I doing? What the fuck's going on in my life? And I was just like, what the fuck? And then I, I decided to finally, finally, really be like, okay, let's fucking really get into this and do this. And you feel it's helped your career and everything it's else too. Everything. God, I got to get into that. Everything. Man. There's no. There's I owe it to other people. Like, oh, that's not as good as it was. 
I just well, back to the thing that like Colt, you made a good point, and you made a good point, Marty. Where it's like a show. I still think it's fucking so. I would love to bring aware. The way you were wrestling with depression brought awareness to hey, it's okay to be depressed and let's talk yeah. about it and all that stuff. I would love to get into it where hey, people who have rage issues and anger management problems aren't people to poke the bear because it's fun and it's a good show for you and so, it's entertaining. And I, and I've heard you say because this they should too. have sympathy and empathy for me the same way they do anyone else. I understand, else. and I, I and it's the same thing with depression where it's like. I would say, like, oh, if someone has a broken leg, it's like, oh, my God, do you need help getting up these stairs? Exactly. And I'm like, oh, well, if you have depression, people don't think that. Yeah, people don't feel bad for a broken and brain. And I hear you say, well, if you're depressed, people are like, oh, my God, are you okay? But no one cares about rage. They don't. But that's because a lot of times when the rage is an issue, there's, there's victims there. There's and people I'll say who this. are getting screamed at and yelled at and threatened and feeling like, oh, shit. I don't walk in a place depressed and people are like, oh no, this guy might beat the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, but you might, your sadness or your depression might make people feel like, am I not a good enough friend? Or sure. or how sure. could I be better? Or is he is he depressed because right. of me? Like when you've been in relationships right. and stuff like that. So yeah, there are, it's not but, victimless. But what are you getting out of that? Okay, so you figured that out. I'm not, I don't want what sympathy or empathy. I would like people, I want more understanding. Like you, sure, sure, sure. like when I lost my shit in that meeting, you were like, no, I can't be mad at him because yeah. I understand. I, there's right. something wrong, clearly. But Other people don't see that. No, right. They see a loud, and aggressive that, that's guy. That's an awesome goal once you figure this stuff out. Or yeah. people can sort of follow your, your journey on this podcast. You know what I mean? Sure, it, which is hard for me to do. But it's, by you the can't way, just say, being, I don't get any uh, sympathy. No, I'm not saying like I'm not saying I want it. Right. I'm not saying I want the pats on the back. I would like I would like it to just be fuck me for other people who go through the shit I go through. Right. I would like people to be aware. It's weird to me that people are like, oh my god, getting you so pissed off is hilarious. That's a fucked up thing because I yeah. don't want to be pissed off. Yeah. I don't want to go into those places where I have no control over myself and it's like that. that. Why is that too, fun though, for them? It's a yin and yang thing where it's the reason reason why it's fun is because when you're not like that you're confident you're you know what i mean it's no one's gonna go oh man isn't it fun to make that insecure guy who, who knows like shit you go up and you're like hey, my life's fucking great that's a fun person to watch break you know what i mean it's not fun that's a solid point, it's yeah. not fun to watch like a guy who's like, yeah, man, I'm. I've just had a real rough life, and I've, I've been in a wheelchair my Your shtick is alpha male, but man. But you know what? It's not even. It's I've, just, it's just, just trying to make I just it be work. Me, man. That guy's not fun to make fun of. No one's gonna be like, hey, let's steal his wheelchair. But if it's just like, yeah, I'm fucking great. Life's fucking good. Now I'm you're cool. a confident guy on stage too. Okay. Do you feel like you think I'm confident? I, I remember people telling me, Are yeah. You I never, you know, dude. Here's the thing. I'm being dead honest with you, man. When I. It wasn't until I started doing comedy where people were like, you're a confident guy. I remember going, oh, yeah. am I? I'm just a guy. I'm so just, in my brain, I'm just me. And that, and that got fed and into this. stuff, though. Ah, well, that was because that was the only way I could make, f- I can't be self-deprecating when I look this good. Are you fucking crazy? Stories, Come on now. You're like, you know, a lot of the stories aren't you being like, no, not, I'm not. you're not like well, the butt of the joke. Until I do something that warrants being a butt of the joke, yeah. I'll tell that joke. I'm, I'm dying for that story. Like, you know, you're right oh, or you're awesome. I gotta fix the mics because both of you keep knocking into them. I gotta like tighten that. those. I, anyway, you're holding yours. 
Well, I, I prefer it. I had the thing set up. I undid it because I was sick of it. Someone's racing down oh, Belmont Avenue. Oh, my ride's here. It's time for the Harley Davidson sponsored segment. Hey! What's Joe mad at? No. But I don't feel, I never felt like when people said, oh, you're a confident guy, I remember going like, oh, am I? All right. I just, well, I just think of world, me as a think person. About, you got to think about it in this world, though. It's true. When a lot of most people go up and they're like, oh, well, but it's, it's probably why I don't blah, like blah, this blah. world that much because I've never, never truly fit in. Well, no, I really feel like that's part of my problem sometimes with the it's comedy different. world. It's a different world. I struggle with acceptance with some of these guys. And we all, and I'm, I'm Dwayne Wade. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is like, I, I feel like, I, I, I feel like um, I've always been able now you're, to uh, with all sorts uh, of people. What's his name? The basketball guy who's doing the comedy now. Same bet? You're Blake, oh. what's his name? Blake. Blake, Blake Griffin. He's Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. You're not Dwayne Wade, you're um, Blake Griffin. I'm sorry, go ahead, Mark. But like, yeah, no, I, I think, I think, uh, I've had I've had like the cool friends, but I've also had the nerdy friends. I can zip in. I and split out of that. between those two as yeah. well. But comedy, it, most people are very like you know. There's a lot of a lot of uh, um, not alpha. There's a mob mentality in comedy that comedians don't realize. I think you get a mob eight, mentality in everything. Probably, actually. but you get I I sure. don't know. I've never been in anything else. Well, Colt, seriously, Colt's got one foot in both worlds. Can I tell you a story from coming to this podcast that happened 20 minutes ago? Yeah, hell yeah. Do you guys know the comedian Sarah Squirm? Yeah, Sarah Sherman. Sarah Sherman. Yeah. I saw her getting off the bus. I was driving here, and I just pulled... It's like pitch black out. I pulled over, and I was going to wait for her to be like, hey, you need a ride? But it was just like a guy in a car waiting for her to come <laughs> with the window open. Yeah. And I started going, Sarah! And she like wouldn't look at me. Uh, and... Uh, and and I just drove away. That's a sad reality nowadays, yeah. isn't it? I was like, I realized what was happening. I was like, oh, I was being so nice, but then also I was probably being the fucking scariest thing mm-hmm. to her. There's a female comedian who got her hair styled differently or whatever. I was gonna say her hair did, but I can't pull that off. And I wanted to because I noticed it was a new hairstyle. I was gonna say to her, "Hey, your hair looks great," and then in my brain, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that anymore. Your hair looks great. I don't think I could even say that Everyone shit anymore. You are allowed to say that. Are you sure? Everyone yes. loves no, because Don't be like, those old guys who go, oh, I can't, and I guess I can't be nice to a woman anymore. No, yeah. dude, though, I because... Mean, don't say her chest or hey, her you, butt. you don't massage her shoulders and go, boy, that new haircut's really nice. Like, <laughs> what you don't if she do looked that? like she was stressed and had but some knots go, in the back? Hey, I like your new haircut. Clothes, makeup, hair... Hey, I eyelashes. like haircut. You could do all those? Yeah. No, I really don't. Cause here's the, the other note. night at the show, Al, uh, Allison Dunn, one of our buddies, I go, man, you always smell so good. I didn't feel like a creep at all. She went, like, thank you. You don't feel like, because you've always, you're like me, we're both kind of natural flirts. You never felt like you had to dial it back a little bit these days? Come on, a little bit? Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to get uh, get laid. So no, of course not. not, but you're still a natural. Yeah, Look, I'm not either, but you still would naturally, when you talk to certain I people, be a little now, charming. I really ha- I've had a girlfriend for over a year now. Brag. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I would do these single dudes are like, oh, I don't know, here we go. Am I going to, if I try to kiss this girl, is she going to be like, whoa, I'm going to write a blog about you. I that's what my thing is with saying so. you love nice hair, the because then I thought maybe some of these women would be like, why is he calling my hair? He's not failing me as a comedian. Am I oh. just a hairdo? Some I tell you when you get a nice haircut. That's why I thought. I remember going like, if one of my guy friends has a nice haircut, I'll be like, hey, you have a nice haircut. Why can't I say it to a woman friend? Uh, so I, I, I ended up saying it anyway. Marty DeRose. Or you could just go, you change it up? Change up your hair? No, yeah. you say you give Getting him a compliment. A you I say, say your hair looks nice. I agree. There's nothing, there's You're nothing right. better. If yeah. someone told me... What if me, their tits are looking phenomenal? Oh, that's anything? what I said. Not the chest, All not right. the butt. Well, what if they are having feeling bad about their tits? Hair. What if they do a whole set about Outfit. shitty tits? And i got to be like, hey, if you got some good tits. If she gives you the, the thing like, hey, I've been kind of low self about my boobs, I think you could be like, you know, I didn't want to say anything, but I, 
I did notice that. It looks really perky today. And like, oh, perky. Is that crazy? I think if I you're giving like, you an invitation. If you... If I were single, I'd titty fuck them. Okay. Is that not not, not good? No? Damn it. All right. No. I thought that'd be okay. But everyone no. loves a compliment. Everyone yeah. does. If, someone, if I were having like a bad dick day and someone's like, I can see those dick through those jeans. Because you know you have good dick days and bad dick days. Uh, you have days where you're like, the past me right now. I'm feeling confident as shit. One of those days. Okay. You never had those days? You're always swinging the same pipe all the time? The pa- I told I my friend I shaved my balls with a straight razor. Oh, no. Oh, God, they man. were mortified. Yeah. I haven't shaved my balls in a very long time. I scissor cut the whole area. Straight razor in the like little scissors. Why that can you, you get nose hairs? I do it every day. Do you like puff it? Like grab I it? I stretch it out. Oh no! And I shave it up in the, in the shower. Do you ever cut Never. it? Never. They are about so clean a vein. and fresh and smooth. Do you do baby powder in the summer on your nuts? No, I, I do that. You should, man. Gold bond, every gold bond spray. Good smell. Gold bond spray. But it doesn't non stick to the thighs if you do baby powder. I'm sorry. Spray. No spray, baby. All right, that's fine, man. Shaving it with a straight razor. Yep, there's zero hair on that thing. Do you ever get with a woman like, oh, very nice? I think it's just it's, that's what it should be. Well, if they're doing the job right, or Who do you do hair? you care? Are you pro pube or anti pube when it comes to females, or it does good, give I like or take? Pubes. You like pubes, yes. but you like like groomed and trimmed Correct. and Correct. lanny strip, or it doesn't have to be. I just don't, I don't like all shaved. Okay, I don't know. I think I'm leaning all shaved. <laughs> they say that you're into what you were into when you first started like watching porn and Playboy. I'm younger than you guys. Yeah. So I think I came along came with the, the completely shaved, the American pie. Yeah. You know, all shaved is the expression I think Nadia says. Shane Elizabeth oh, character okay. in American Pie. Come on, guys. It's an American classic. Hardwood floors. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard that before. I, I remember saying like, uh, yeah, I have hardwood you got a clean basement. I, uh... I swiffer them. Are you allowed to do that? <laughs> do you guys know anything about hard, like real yeah, hardwood yeah, wipes? Yeah, yeah for sure. You can. Sure. I'm afraid, like you were. I was gonna ruin. I have hardwood yeah, floors throughout my first floor. Resilient. Okay, good. don't worry about it. I have uh, what's it called? Chestnut hardwood floors. It's the very the, nice. The finish. I got carpet like in dark. my bedroom now. It's I do nice. Too. It's a really nice. Uh, Curl your toes when you wake yeah, up in the morning. It really is nice. nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's good. Boogie Woogie Man, where has a piece of carpet that he stands. I heard, man. What a fucking guy. Marty, you don't care. Seventy-five years old. Seventy-five. He comes to shows, and when he's at his convention table, he brings a square piece of carpet that you would buy, a, like you, like a sample, and he stands on it. Doesn't and he has wrestling boots tattooed to his legs. Yeah, it's true. He sells autographs too. Is this guy like yeah, in the he's world? A, he's, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. But oh, he, he I is, love here. Like, yep, he was on the show, and he didn't get the ring at all. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, it hurts his knees to stand on concrete, so he has a little slab of carpet that he brings to every show. That's cool. What a different life he's lived than like our dad's. <laughs> Can you imagine? Damn. What a different dude. Was his the the what was his valet back in the day? Precious, I don't remember. No, 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 no. I forgot what her name was. She had. She was like I think like one of the first to have like breast implants in wrestling. Maybe she was a rail and had the biggest boobs. Who was the woman that was called with the puppies? Uh, Terry, no, I that was Deborah McMichael. Deborah, Deborah McMichael. McMichael. You remember the commercial where they go, Steve? I don't feel like cooking tonight. Let's go to the mall. That was on the Chicago radio forever. Mall. Yeah, I they were that, uh, yeah. local. They, they did commercials for. Uh, they got divorced, and she stayed that in that world. The one out of business. Yeah, what's that? Wags. No, it was the restaurant the one out of business. They did commercials for. 
some some like Chili's, Chichis. No, no, no. no. I wasn't. No, Chili's is still in It was like, a, it was like a, sh- a Chicago kind of like restaurant. I don't know. Went out of business. She, there was a Chicago train called, called Steve Chicago chain called Wags. Yeah, had a raccoon as the lo- as like yeah. the mascot. I don't remember that. They like, broke late eighties, early nineties. And then she did. She married Stone Cold Steve Austin. Her and Austin were married. I didn't realize what, that. He's dodging some bullets on this whole Me Too thing, man. Mm. He's dodging some you're gonna, bullets. You're gonna, you're gonna Hannibal Bill Cosby, but Stone nope. Cold Steve Austin right now? Nope. <laughs> you're not gonna... He's a reform man. Yeah, man. He's a good man. Has Hannibal gotten as much love as he should for this? Um, yeah, I think so. I think most people credit Hannibal for outing Bill Cosby and everything that happened afterwards. A lot of people hate him for it, though. Mm. He got a lot of hate for that. For, for outing a piece of shit? No, there's a lot of people in that generation of people above you know the age of 60-whatever who are like, oh, turn, certain people you turn your head the other way. Larry Heck. The people who ignored Bob Hope and John Wayne for being assholes. People you know? are, people, the guy at Zanies. Who's the guy at Zanies who's like older who's always there? Uncle Lair. Uncle Lair. Uncle Larry. Oh, Larry Reeve. Larry oh, Larry Reeve. Reeve, yeah. But like, like with Morgan Freeman, there's people who are just like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to believe. I don't want to believe Morgan Freeman's bad. Can you separate? No. Are you guys good at separating the art from the artist? Uh, well, like Chris Benoit is the ultimate definition of that in wrestling. Great point. Killed his uh, his wife and child, then himself, um, and it's slowly like obviously people are like he's a great. He was a great wrestler, but obviously he was a, a bad dude. Do you think? Do you believe the CTE and all that stuff with the concussions and everything that happened? Yeah. Was that finish that flying headbutt thing? I mean, he thing? was an intense, like, do you read books and stuff? People are like, he was fucking I met him a intense. bunch. I was just like, good lord. Yeah. I was so scared to talk to him, but I was trying to impress him because I was Canadian backstage crippler. at WWE. I was like, hello. Oh, hey. <sighs> but I mean, like, there you people tell stories about him, and you're just like, oh, that sounds... Uh, like so a still very a, intense dude who probably wasn't super fun to be around. Yeah, you still a Benoit fan, or can you just like I can't be a fan of that guy? I'm not a I mean, fan. That's an I can appreciate thing, how though, I mean, like, you can appreciate how yeah, good he was. He was a great wrestler. Yeah, great wrestler. I, I get that. That's what I mean. Like, I remember someone posted something where they talked about how, how shitty John Lennon was. John Lennon was like notoriously a shitty father. Here's the deal. Everyone was a piece of shit. Yeah, right. Everyone. I'm well, not gonna. It's not gonna stop me from playing. Like John Lennon to me Some is still a great others. artist, and I love his music. So I don't know. And then people are like, "Well, you can't. How can you still root for someone like that? Like if R. Kelly's remix to Ignition comes on, I'm like, oh, that's well, a good the song. Like, he made Thriller. You know what I mean? Yeah, it goes back to... I wouldn't give Chris Benoit a pass. I'm like, wait, he's a great wrestler. No, I don't want to give these guys a pass. And certain people, obviously, it's like, fuck that. Like, I'm not a Penn State fan, but if I was a fan of Penn State and the Joe Paterno stuff came out, I would have been like, nah, I can't. You you covered up Child Molestation. Nah, you're done. Obviously, there's a line where I, I... I can no longer be your fan. I was a big Sammy Sosa fan. He took steroids. Eh, I'm still gonna be a fan of this because everyone did. Became white. Became white. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a plus. I'm just fucking joking. Come on, people who listen know I'm being a dick. What a fucking lunatic. He's not even white. Where he's pink. He looks like Kirby from Nintendo 64. Why? What is he doing? I. You know what? Wait, like Joe knows? I mean, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know right now. What do they say? What do they say? I think his skin started to get fucked up, probably from taking all sorts of crazy shit. Could because he never got busted for anything. He was just rumored. We he wa- still was never on any report. He was just rumored. We and were, that was the thing about him. It was just being, we were watching taking- an old... Uh, so they, they just put a bunch of old Sunday Night Heats on the WWE Network. 
and we were just watching like random Sunday night heats. Now I, I was kind of telling Sarah like what the deal was with them, and uh, this was during the the Sosa McGuire home run race. And uh, the signs back then were like, did you bring ever did Colt you did you ever bring any like ridiculous signs to a wrestling show? Yeah. What like what was bad it, yeah. ones or like oh boy? Yeah, I brought HB Gay. <laughs> <laughs> I had an Austin 420. Uh, Dino Bravo, just Dino Bravo. Do you remember him? I do. Yeah, he was a Canadian wrestler. He got killed by the Canadian mafia, uh, and apparently he got like wrapped up in the cigarette trade, which is like a big deal in Canada because they were like super hard to get and stuff for a while, and the taxes wow. were crazy on it. I had a sign right when he got killed that said "Bum me a smoke, Dino." And, oh, God, dude. But we were watching Sunday Night Heat around the home run race between Maguire and Sosa. And uh, one guy had a sign that said, Maguire 70. And then the guy next to him had a sign that said, Sable 69. It's like, ah, there you go, my guys. That's pretty great. There you go, my dudes. Who's Sable married to these days? Isn't she married to Brock, Brock Lesnar? That's yeah. right. Brock. Yeah. I And her ex-husband, Johnny B. Bad slash the wild man Mark Marrow, he's like, cool. He's like, I, I sold him all the other day. It's great to see Reno and Brock. He also went viral for doing a like a fun, like a kids talk, motivational school, and like hug your mothers, say I love you. You never know when they're gonna die and stuff. Oh, that well, that's sweet. Um, I don't want to hold you guys here too much longer. Just a couple more things I wanted to get through with you guys. You know, Sable though, I remember the the WWE ice cream, which is still so good. Yeah, is that still being made? Cookie, nah. Such a good ice cream you get from the ice cream man. I just say like they'd come with like a card. And yeah. I had a Sable like card. Yeah. I was a big fan of Sable. I actually remember um, I thought about Sable being in Playboy. I remember seeing. Remember when China was in Playboy? Yeah. So I had a friend of mine who had the Playboy and brought it to school. Those were Playboys my mom let my mom got me. Nice. The I think my dad bought me those. Sable Playboy. Uh, I was like, I need it. You gotta get it for me. And she's like, oh, okay. And I was like, fuck yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, my buddy John uh, had a subscription in like in like junior high. Well, you had to be over eighteen for the China one. He had a subscription to Playboy, and his his house was the best place to take a shit at because under like, his like, sink, like close, no, yeah, man, close under his sink, he had just a million Playboys, and it was just so fun. What yeah. a treat! Everyone had that white trash friend. What a treat! He was Mexican, but <laughs> yeah. ah, damn, I was hoping <laughs> I was right. So with the China one, I remember my buddy had it in school and was passing around, and. I would always meet a couple friends outside of this one class, geometry, and I took to China and I went to the men's, you know, all guys Catholic high school. Did you one out? No, I got accused of that though. That's what because I was here's looking. the yeah. thing: I was looking at the China, but I was looking at it in the like the lobby of the bathroom by the sink okay. and the mirror, and I'm like, if a teacher comes in, I'm fucked. So yeah. I went into the stall, and I remember telling my one friend, "Hey, when Starry and Sevik, we all went by last names, when they come by, let them know I'm in the bathroom because they'll yeah. know because I told them I was going to get the magazine from this other like person." You're making it cranking it. I was not, dude. But, but you realize But now, by the end of the day, everyone said I was cranking yeah. it. Now I realize, coming full circle, then, they did it just to uh, rib me. There you go. Because I fucking got mad. And everyone was like, this guy's jerking off to China. He's well, like, I'm not. Dudes. And I was like, I didn't admit it if like, I was jerking guys, off. Guys, trust me. If I did, I would tell you. I <laughs> was. I was that guy, like, man. Okay, he's fine. Because remember that kid? I always hated the person who said, I don't jerk off. Yes, you do. Everyone oh, jerks yeah. off. Fuck I remember the night all, me and all my buddies were all just kind of like, all right, fine. Let's just admit it. We all jerk off, right? And we was like, yeah. We're like, I'm okay, three. Cool. One, two, three. Not me, on. queer. And then we all moved on with our lives. It was like a thing of pride if you did it. Not at our school. Yeah. One kid jerked off. Oh, man, they ruined his life. That's so interesting. Yeah. They yeah, ruined his life. That's like a co-ed school thing, I feel it's like. It's a weird thing. If all guys go all day, we jerk off. Weird. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But also, that's too, the like, only reason I cranked it. I think, like, I think, 
I don't know. Marty, do you have to piss? No. I have to piss so bad. Can I pause it very quickly? Yeah, sure. All right, back from my piss. <laughs> you guys enjoy yourselves while I was gone? Talk amongst yourselves? Yeah, we were just talking about how to make you angry. Yeah? No, I'm kidding. You know what I am worried about, though? What? What were we talking about? I don't want... Playboy people listening China, might be Playboy. like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I didn't jerk off to it. I would have admitted to it. We were all talking about the people who... Did I, you ever pleasure yourself to the China Playboy and or... Who, me? She had great yeah, nipples. I'll give her that. Good nips on China. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Definitely to her... He used her, to sell her tape. Yeah. Colt, Colt over here used to sell her tape. Her VHS tape. At wrestling her, her shows. Her Xbox had a porno. Was that One Night in China? One Night in China. I would sell it at, at, mer- at the merchandise stand. You'd make copies? I had a, you bootlegged it, huh? I had a dual, I had a dual deck VHS to sell my best of Colt Cabanas, and when I realized, would you charge for uh, one night in China? Ten bucks. Ten? That's not bad. When I realized that uh, one night in China was selling better than best of Colt Cabana Volume Two, <laughs> I, started, <laughs> I decided to get on that train. Is it still available at ColtMerch.com? No, it's not. Now you're on billboards all over the Chicagoland area. That's right. Who is me? Colt, you, nice. you want to give a, nice. give, give a little plug, my man? Yeah, you can see me on the billboards. I'm like now in real life person. I'm this generation. It was Bob you and Man Cow competing for the most billboards in Chicago. I thought it was a Bob Roarman joke, but yeah, if you want Bob Roarman Chevrolet. You can, one hour tease is the thing I was hoping you Correct. were going to plug just then. One hour for your Pro t-shirt making needs. I'm actually going to have to mop. I want to make some shirts. Figure I can make some Kilgallen's Pub shirts. Make them green. People might be like, "Hey, support the podcast." I can wear it on St. Patty's Day. I saw Lisa Traeger Insta story seeing me on a billboard today. Real quick, it's Lisa. So I said. Oh, I thought you said Lisa. Did I hear wrong? I, thought, I feel like I, I said Lisa. Lisa. Oh, you said Lisa. Lisa All right, I apologize then. I was a real dick just then. There's no reason to, to just do that. Someplace and then look up and see her. Oh, it's great. If so I'm I with people, I go. I know that dude. I was in an Uber and I go, "Hey, you see that billboard?" She goes, "Huh." And it like went away. I was like, eh, never mind. <laughs> what were you hoping from the Uber driver at that point? I don't point? know. I thought it'd be a fun surprise to be like, huh, huh, huh. Look at me. Look at the billboard. Look at me. What? Celebrity in the car. And they just hit a button. Like you're not getting charged for this. You're yep. a star. <laughs> It'd be cool if they could do this on Uber. I had. I did. Uh, what did I do? Like a, a voiceover thing, a voiceover audition. Jesus, uh, Colt. <laughs> this place. Colt's on a fucking wheelie chair. Made a particularly bad spun voiceover completely audition. And, the and right off. when I got out, your billboard was there. And I was like, well, we are having a rough one, bud. Just looking over you. <laughs> we are having a rough one today. Looking up at your pal. I was going to mention this, though. I, You have this great chunk of material right now about going to see a therapist. Yes, thank you. I, I, it's yes. hilarious right now. Yes, I'm, I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke, no, my no, man. Yes. I'll let you know I when you suck. I've it over yes. many years. Thank you very much. There's been times where I'm like, eh, my no, but you were, your material is fantastic right thank now. You. Um the whole I'll tell the premise of the joke if you don't mind. Sure. Where you're like, I know I'm my therapist's favorite. Yeah. I start thinking to myself, if I go to a therapist, oh I'm gonna fucking I would like to go to the same one you do so I could one up yeah. you because I feel like I could I could win perhaps. Colt and I looked up my old therapist on Facebook. We found her on Facebook one time. Do you prefer going to a woman? Do you have a woman right now? I do. He I would think just I prefer come a woman. This therapist, he, the old therapist she was is very right. beautiful. He's just like, This girl is so beautiful. beautiful. I'm I'm like, I need to see her. <laughs> so we found her on Facebook. Can you She's show me in, then I'll, I'll, I'll tweet I can't it out even from the podcast? I'll tweet it that out. sounds good, right? I can't remember. <laughs> you know, get some good content. They're very attractive. But no. I want to be a content uh, machine. My current therapist is awesome. and uh, and I. But I do think I'm like. I, I, like, I like to think that I when, I, when I. when she's like, oh, cool, I'm going to see Marty today, like, she's probably like, oh, this will be good. 
Now, as a stand-up, I never think it's I'm, a long hour. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I believe that you're an entertaining person. Why wouldn't it be good? And you know how to speak, so or, you know yeah. sort of other people who, and you get why you're there. So you're yeah. you're not like hiding shit. No. You're like here it is. Yeah. And, and I agree. We mentioned this. Everyone should go. Colt, have you ever seen a therapist or no? Never. Never. Well, when I was a kid, my brother tried to bring a knife to. To a gunfight. To a a Hanukkah party. (laughs) You know the old saying, don't bring a knife to a Hanukkah party. A knife to a dreidel fight. So we had to do a little family therapy, but it was mainly for him. Okay. Well, you're a lucky guy then. You you seem to have always had... I definitely think a better diet... The girl told me I need need therapy. I've never seen you angry. Do you lose your shit, dude? No, you, it was, it what was a makes lack you mad? Of, it was a lack of losing your shit. Oh. Yeah. She was just like, there's lack a lot empathy, in there. Lack of, lack of empathy. She goes, there's a lot in there that is not yeah. coming out, and that was Marty. Uh, yeah, it's Kilgallen's Pub. We're allowed to burp, right? Of course, man. I burp into the mic all the time. What did you, what did you think when she <clears throat> said that? I was weak, sorry. Well, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Classic lack of empathy. But I was a, a little bit, I was like, yeah, I probably do, but like, I got it together. Don't you worry about it. Yeah, maybe I'm just not that That's one of those, like, what would you rather have? Me screaming like a psycho? Or me just like, eh, okay. There are, there is a specific type of... I think I'd rather of, someone lose their of, shit because you know where they're coming there's from. There's a specific type of person in a relationship that wants a reaction. And if you don't give them one, they're just like, you don't like me. They want like, I every once that. in a while, like a little... You didn't want to shoot, you want to see if you got a little fight. Yeah, a little fire in you. Got a little soul in those shoes. I just shoes. like sitting on a couch so much. <laughs> I really do. With your egg whites, just, just egg whites, an egg white omelet. If I need to hit that bidet up. I'll hit that bidet up. Oh man, the bidet! Who go got you the onto the bidet? There. Do you ever fear that you're too um, clean in my butthole? No, yeah, man, that's not uh, a fear at all. Set in your ways, or like, yeah, maybe you got room. You got room for a I lady. Changed, I changed my podcast, so uh, you wow. know that's changing. It up. That might be that's changing. It up. I think I you do an outside the box quote. thinking that you do when it, when it comes to terms of. Uh, you being your brand and that Creativity. kind of thing. Let's not yeah. say the word brand. Sorry, I mean to say brand. Uh, you don't like brand? Yeah, it's kind of lame. I don't disagree. It was one of those words I couldn't stand hearing in LA. It's a buzzword. Right. It's a buzzword. I hate buzzwords. Yeah. I just. I talked about it last week. Like There's buzzwords people use in arguments. You're gaslighting me. That's a straw man. Dude. It's like shut. The, you learned a new word and you can't wait to use it. You're not even applying it right. Sorry, Cole. You were saying we're a new band. Gaslight. Gaslight anthem. Um, I toured Japan a lot. And there's a bidet. There's a bidet in every bathroom in Japan. Every bathroom. They do it right. Have you over ever had the hole, the, the hole in the floor? Poop? Yes. No, I've never done that. Okay. In the floor, but I've. That's a nightmare. I've. It's. I've almost had to do it, and I was just like, I'd rather just hold it in. Yeah. So you have to shit in the floor. Is that what yeah. they got going yeah, over there? They, their bathrooms. It's I'm good like squat down. And I started going over there in 2006. So like, I would say in like 2002, there were there were no Western toilets. It was just that hole. And like old they wrestlers wrestling tell there, stories. Right? Old baseball. wrestlers tell stories about like, oh man, I watched fucking Andre try to shit in a hole. He'd probably fall over. That guy yeah. couldn't do a squat that long. He's probably just fucking just he's shit. Taking, he's taking triceratops Best dumps. Case scenario. You know? Some of it went in there. You got to take everything off though. Some people try to like put your pants around your weight, your ankles. That was who's got the story. Like I don't know. It's like a an old re- like a rest like a Stan Hansen or a Doctor Death like. 
or Scott Norton. Does Scott Norton who he tried to take a shit before a match with a singlet? He's oh, just like yeah. shit in his singlet. Right. He got just get straight naked. NWO Scott Norton tried to take a shit with his singlet, just like lowered it down and just shit right. In you were a singlet like he wears. I like, had to wrestle like right then. But Scott Norton shows his nips. I don't like showing my nips. No, I didn't like the one. His was low plunging, like a J Lo neckline. I'm not into that. He I was had the body for it though. Yeah, Scott Norton had the body. for I that have low self esteem about my nipples, so I try to. Keep I have the on. worst nips, dude. My nips were on national television. My get first it. TV role. Excuse me. Bloody nips. Yeah, man. Can we do a nip off right now? What's what don't you guys like about mine's a little, mine are bigger? Nipples. What's wrong with yours? Yours uh, are just pink. Mine are yeah, pink and puffy, nipples. man. You got, you got a little pinky boy. I got some pinky puffy nips, pinky man. Mine are too way too big. I don't know, man. I got some big nips too. Yeah, we should. This should be. If we were, damn, if I film these like Joe Rogan, this would be good content. Nip off. What wrestler do you see where you're like, God, they got some fucking great nips? There's a wrestler named Alex Shelley who has a nipple like. Smaller than a dime. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, that. Sometimes too small. Is I know, but just growing up with big nipples, you're just I got, like, yeah, I got some big nipples. You know, man. I would like just growing up a fat kid. I would just like to be like Manu Bull. You How know? fat That's were what you? I, I don't know. The biggest I got was like 265. But uh, what do you list it at? What do you wrestle at right now? 240. Are you accurate to that? Yeah, about 240. Well, because you know, some people are full shit. It was heartbreaking to find out that Andre the Giant wasn't really seven foot four. What was he really? Seven feet, even maybe. maybe. Probably about 400 pounds. It was in 520 or whatever. I mean, he got big at the end. He did get big he at, got the big end. at the yeah. end. But in fifth grade, I was a little chub boy. And I, I tweeted this the other day about, like, shirts and skins. And I was always skins for some reason. Oh. And just straight up made fun of every single day. Just, ribbing, yeah. Just getting ribbed. They were ribbing them. Yeah. And they I didn't knew. sell it, but I just went and cried, like, at home. Actually, actually, I was never a crier, but I was just, like, always super... Just super bummed. bummed about it. I have a concave chest. My ch- I have an incave chest. And that actually went on, on set on Chicago uh, Med. That's what got you in we the spot? Were, Yeah, maybe. Well, no, I didn't have to show my shirt oh. for it. I didn't know I was going to be shirtless for this. People who know me know I had to wear a white t-shirt in the pool because I get sunburned way too easily. And I actually kind of liked it because I, I wore a white t-shirt because I was fat. Yeah, see, fat, I was, it was one of my jokes. Remember that joke? Yeah. It was me and the fat kids all wore white t-shirts in the pool. They wore yeah. it for different reasons. And... The fat kids always hate it when they wore that tight white shirt. The area around their belly button always looked dry. Like, the, just oh, yeah. the water That's sucked the, it yeah, in. It was fucking fun. weird. And anyway, this really attractive uh, actress on the show, Chicago Med. I think her name is like Yaya something in real life. Yaya DaCosta or whatever. She's gorgeous and Brazilian. Okay. She, like, looked at my chest and was like, oh, it's weird how it goes in. And then she oh. caught herself. She caught herself. She's like, oh, well, you know, everyone's got different bodies. Remember, she realized, oh, fuck, that's not PC. as a kid, I remember <sighs> as a kid, it was like uh, junior high. Thanks, like yeah, yeah. I think it was sixth grade, and <laughs> everybody Yale. went to Celebration Station because it was some girl's birthday party. So, like, the girls were having a birthday party at Celebration Station. So all the boys were like, fuck it, we're going, too. We're going to crash that shit. And everyone was hanging out. And there was a ride. I got a ride home with somebody. And this girl who was, I think her, her mom was driving home. She was just like, like holding court and she was in the front seat but she was in the back seat and it was like a minivan so there's like two rows of us and she was just like dunking on everybody and she goes to me and she goes god your nose is huge oh. i never noticed that and i was like oh fuck neither did i but uh fuck i guess i do now and it was just like boom forever then i'm like oh yeah. man i guess i got this big fucking nose. i remember the first you... time someone told me i had a big nostril so i was like yeah what? And you're like look, and you're oh like, no great i'll notice these for the rest of my yeah. life i never noticed that about you before yeah. until you brought it up also your nose fits your face i never thought well, it was a big nose guy does, you're not a big but, nose guy when i was a kid i felt like mm-hmm. oh no i never i was just like but it's that thing you you hear you never think about it and then all of a sudden it's fucking 
put in your face and you're like, oh, God. My brother told me, I remember he told me I had hair coming out of my nose. Yeah. Like, not inside, like the nose. Wow. And then you go and you look and you're just like, why? Oh, no. And then I remember, like, having a unibrow and just being like, why? And looking at old pictures and be like, why wouldn't I just... And I, start, I remember when I started plucking it. It was, it was a game changer. So you pluck. You yeah. still have to pluck? I pluck. I'm Plucking's getting, uh, like, old man hairs. Dude, my, my nose ear. hairs are out like, of control. Not in on the, like, outer... Or every once in a while I'll get like one really like crazy mad scientist eyebrow and like I just it's just like sometimes I won't think about it and I'll be like, Oh my god, I haven't like looked at any of this stuff in a couple right. I'll go in the mirror and I'll be like, Oh god and I'll like pluck a giant weird eyebrow and there'll be like some fucking uh, fucking ear hairs. And you're like, Am I gonna have to do, pluck this now for the rest this of my, my life? This is my life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now I know you have some grays in your beard. Yeah. Colt, do you have any grays? Oh, they're they're starting to come in. They're a starting to come bit. in for me too. I'm getting a few like little yeah. patchy like white hairs almost. And I'm into it. You think? Right. You can it. be it because the thing with, with that is that it looks cool for two years, but then it becomes mm-hmm. you only have a window for that. You, you're this, right. Uh, there's a window. Nice there's window. this wrestler, Doctor Wagner Jr. And I use this big Mexican wrestler, and, and he had a big match where he lost his mask. And he took his mask off. He has this beautiful fucking giant gray beard. He's a weirdo, man. Do you, do you see his, like, uh, all his Instagram? He's, like, a fucking, takes all these, like, photos. He's, like, all, all high fashion and shit. And, like, it's fun, man. He's crazy. But he's got this beautiful yeah, gray but beard. but I'm not going to be a high fashion. I'm going to be the same no, I that know. I am now. I know. I have moments where I want to be high fashion, but I know I can never follow through. Diet or anything? I see these fucking old guys like on like on every time. Sometimes I watch MSNBC, then I'll be like, I wonder what they're saying about this on Fox News, and I'll flip over, and these old fucking men have like they've dyed their hair, and it's like, oh really? You're 80 and you have black hair, but it always is like it has like an orangey tint to it because they don't really do it right. Yeah, they're so funny. It's sad. I don't want to be that. Oh, cool. You're 80, but you just have black hair. Mm, (laughs) Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I want to age like Paul Newman. Fucking have some dignity. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, you know, I've had a good time with you guys. I did have one worry. No, what was was that weird? What was your worry? I had one worry about. Tip here. What was your worry? What's that? Do we tip? No, you don't need a tip. You're all good, man. I got you. Gratuity's included with me. Wow. Don't worry about it, my friend. All those waters? You're not going to charge him for his waters? <laughs> no. Uh, Colt, do you have any vices? Can I ask you that? Do you have any vices? Or, come on. Are you like a pizza. sick porn fiend? Pizza, yeah. pizza, baby. But I haven't had pizza, you know. You're a Pequod's guy. Oh, your all-time favorite? We got an Aurelio's now in, in uh, Wrigleyville. Ooh, boy. I'll oh, eat it, good, I'll eat it Ooh, maybe boy. once a month. I'll splurge for pizza. Once a month. I'm a weirdo because I know your favorite place is Pequod's. If you guys are in Chicago, check them all out. Last time I was there, the service was dog shit. I was really pissed off. But... <laughs> Uh, and I'm not even a big service guy because I've worked I like in service. Peace right also. Peace is good. Um, Aurelio's, baby. My favorite I like is Aurelio's, Barnaby's man. in Northbrook, though. Hey. I, I've had the Barnaby's, I, th- I thought it was in Morton Grove. I can't remember where it was. There's it was on couple. Caldwell. There's a few. It's good. Their yep, thin crust is awesome. I like, here's where I'm weird. Pequods, I like their thin crust better than their deep dish. I've never had it because what? their dish is so good. Yeah. Deep dish is, I mean, their pepperoni is great. So I think their their sauce and cheese is, I'm is always good, but their pepperoni always So food's my vice. That's it, man. Food's your vice, man. That's good, though. Healthy, healthy mind, I, I, healthy I body. Healthy out, body, healthy mind. I cut so. out diet soda. I mean, he I was, cut out aspartame. Do you jerk off a lot? Do you have something? I, I, once a day. Yeah? Are you yeah. like Matthew McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street? I watched that the other day. He talks about jerking out like four times a day. Ah, no. It's like you got to come all the time. Maybe every other day. You don't... You, Morning guy? Come on. Oh, dude, dude, my new setup is so fun. I love so masturbating in the morning. You already got a boner. It's, you're our halfway bedroom there. Is, it's not, we don't have a very big bedroom. Uh, in our new apartment, and we got a uh, a mounted TV, uh, but the mount that Sarah bought is huge, and we have two TVs. We have like a smaller TV for the bedroom and a bigger TV for the living room. 
But the mount she bought was gigantic, so it looked dumb with the other TV, so we had to put the big TV in there. And uh, we bought a new bed, and it's all the new beds now when you buy them, they, you have like the Craftmatic adjustable, like. Nice. So I have like. I go up and then I jerk cast the I Chromecast the porn under the TV and it's like you'd think it was like I just built this room to jerk off because <laughs> the other day Sarah goes where do you jerk off in the new apartment I'm like in the bedroom and here's how I do it and I told her like with the bed and the Chromecast and she's like yeah it's pretty good your girlfriend literally asked where you yeah. jerk off she That's uses the bathtub love, right? she likes the new bathtub head so I I told her hey, if I can do the bedroom that's a good relationship right there yeah. I my wife asked to use my phone the other day for something and she opened up <laughs> internet and we came right up to Pornhub she opened up something to look a up phone like, jacker I don't know. come and on man I jerked yeah Get dude a I'm a phone TV jacker man and fucking crank it well when you're dead and you gotta sneak off like a fucking animal an iPad iPad I have an iPad iPad it's not bad. iPad's good. You got next a good size my, screen yeah, there. next to my bed. I got, I don't, you know, Get I got Chromecast. the iPhone 8 Plus, though. 8 Plus is close to like an iPad mini, so that's not too bad. Get right Chromecast. There. All right, so I'm going to take your advice, though, Marty, and yes. I'm going to jerk off to Chromecast. No, no I'm my gonna... advice is. <laughs> To get therapy. No, I know, but here I, I do it one fear. It can only help you. What's oh, one right. fear? Don't if you say I won't be funny or something like that. No, man. Kill you. Here's here's the difference, though. What? Your comedy is not rooted in your depression. Ugh. You talk about it, but it's yeah. not like you're not a sad sack so up gross. there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, a lot of my humor. Yeah, it was a good ah, book. You're holding on to that. That's you think a, I am? Dude, All right, maybe you're right. Speaking Ev- of brands. Everybody. How do you think a brand could be good to just be burping on? That's so I can't gross. help it. I have to so burp. Gross. I'm drinking a lot of beer. Dude, he's using pronouns Joe, the wrong way. He's burping. Joe, he's, you fucking, cannot, he's Indiana. That's the you're that's not North Shore like you. Well, that's not really North Shore. I'm sorry. The anger wants you to not get it treated. I look. I, so I, the anger I, I, is going to give you every excuse. This bitch don't know what she's talking about. This guy's a fucking idiot. I'm not going to be funny. I'm going to lose my oh, edge. Think about how much he'll hate his therapist. No, you're going to tell great jokes about how the old me would have done this and the new me. Like, come on. Now you think of all the comics who got their shit together. You're right. Well, it, you know, I don't know. I can't think of any. Yeah, that Marin guy <laughs> really fucked up his career by getting into uh, therapy. Yeah, you're right. Mark Marin or whatever and stuff. We both. You actually got me those gigs or, for Mark Marin. You know, just stay a fucking maniac and, you know. I don't want to stay a maniac because it's not fun, man. I, like I already those, have a nah, heart thing. Die, I can't. I'm saying, like, comedians. No, I could, like, I could die of a heart you know? attack. Like, Greg Geraldo probably out. thought, like, yeah, man, if I fucking sober up, I'm going to lose my edge. Oh, high blood pressure. I bet you got high that blood pressure. That didn't work out great for with sure do. I had high blood pressure at a very young age, actually. I remember, like, eighth grade or something. You wear a t shirt in the pool for Yeah, man. My fucking shit nips in my cave chest, man. Uh,. I think that's why I always became a little bit of a fighter because I just got so sick of shit where I'm like, you know, I can just hit that person and then that's fun too. So you, just, think you're you can't go to be therapy there anymore. and then all of a sudden you won't have fun bits anymore? No, I don't. I, I'm not thinking that because obviously Come I became on. a dad and the material still guy was cranking out. Yeah. But I worry because so much of my material comes from that. My mindset is I, could, I, think, I think anger can be hilarious. Okay. That's probably a coping mechanism. Yeah. I also think people, when they overreact to shit, it's hysterical. So I get the ribbing, like you talked about, Cole. I get why people do that. And I've gotten, I've become like a pro at reacting. Danny Kales is a good friend of ours who's seen me lose my shit a million times, who's a guy, a guy again on this podcast, comedian, hilarious. Look him up, everyone. And he said, dude, you get mad and you go on rants that almost come off like they're pre written. They're funny. They're tight almost. They're polished. And, Maybe you shouldn't have said it to me because I'm almost like, oh, really? Cool. I do that. Maybe. And, and I dial it in a little bit more. I heighten it because 
I don't. I my I have a fear too that they're. I don't want to get medicated. Okay. I don't want them to be like fucking. Okay. You should start taking this pill. Okay. I, I don't want that. Okay. Is that wrong of me? Should I? Should I? I wouldn't go in with any of these. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I am doing this stuff. I would say. You should probably look forward to how funny you will be once you figure out a lot of these quirks about yourself. I do like discovering new shit. Mm. I've That's always kind of opinion. been and into Marty's that. definitely saying you're not funny now. No, I'm hearing. I mean, if so. you were like, if you were like super funny, I'd be like, yeah, man, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> but you know, no. <laughs> I, w- I would honestly, I would look at it from the other side of that coin of, oh shit, once I get this together, I'm gonna have such a perspective on who I am as a person that it's gonna open shit up so much more. To where it's like, you're seeing like with the blinders on right now, the fucking rage blinders. And once those are gone, you might be like, oh, oh, fuck, I do this because of this. I'll write a bit about it. And I do that because of that. I'll write a bit about it. Old me used to do this. New me was like, nah, man, old me would have done this. I'll write a bit about it. Like, it can only help you. Yeah, self-discovery is a good thing. I, I love hearing people like talk themselves out of growth and shit like that and they're like well no i understand it works for you but and whenever i hear them i'm just like well you're not ready and i would never like try to talk anybody into anything if they're not ready but sometimes i hear these excuses and it's just like i've heard very unfunny people be like well i don't want to get into therapy and and get because then i won't be like and i'm like come on you're not mine was money what i talk myself out of taking growth yeah, I don't want to spend the money for it on growth hormones. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, that worked out great. Well, that was the thing too. But now I've got good insurance for my wife, so that's why I know. I've had that in the past when I'm going. I can't afford a suit. Dude, also and- think about this. There's people right now who are like, "Fuck! If I only had insurance," which is you don't always need. It. You can go to nami.org and get help without insurance, but. There are people who tell themselves, oh, if I had insurance, I'd go, or whatever. You have the insurance. Well, you know my delusion before? Well, I've gotten to the point where it's like, enough's enough. Come yeah. on, you got to just stop Think about this. this. Shit. What, if, what if, number one, you snap and do something dumb, or number two, you get crazy enough to where a really crazy person's like, oh, yeah? And they fucking... You know, crazy here's you. a little fun let's you're a dad here's you a little fucking think about that dude i have thought about that yeah. I, ta- I think i've talked about this before i remember there was a, a female person i'm i'm friends with made a post about how she was getting harassed on a bus and mm-hmm. no one did anything about it no yeah. one spoke up no one said shit and, and harassing yeah, the way it was like <laughs> what's up sugar tits and all that fun shit uh-huh. not that that's fun i'm, I'm you know I'm, fun words but like i totally, stood up for someone and got and got my ass kicked yeah well, that's where I was going to allude to. Well, that was even back in the day for you, but I was alluding to the fact that before... That was last week. <laughs> <laughs> Hangs out of frat houses still. Uh, I was alluding to the fact that since I've become a dad, I no longer... I don't think in that... Se- I, I have chilled a little bit in a lot of ways, yeah. but not enough. Not nearly enough. But I remember when I was reading her post saying nobody stuck up and all that, and I remember going, oh, I would have, and then I'm like, no, actually, I wouldn't have. There was a time in my life where if I saw that, I would have said something. Now, granted, if I'm on a bus or any or public, and a woman's getting hit by a stranger, I'm going to step up. But if I'm in a public, if I'm on, say I was on that bus, and this guy is just like, girl, look at them titties, and I'm going to fuck you and all that stuff. Obviously, it's gross, but I'm not going to fuck with that guy because I have so much more to lose now that I'm a dad. I'm not going to get risk getting stabbed over some woman I don't know so she could feel better. In my head now, now I'm at the point where I'm like, listen, you, what do you got, four more stops till yours? Fucking, it sucks, but that's what's going to happen. All right? I don't, I'm not going to, I don't know you. I'm not risking getting, well, I don't know what the hell this guy's got going on in his life. I'm not doing that shit. We're in the past. I remember getting into a road rage incident 
where a friend of mine was like, dude, fucking chill out, man. You don't know this driver. And I looked at my friend going, he doesn't fucking know me. <laughs> I did. It was like a movie. Yeah. I literally was like, and I chased this dude out of his, I know for sure he wasn't going in this direction. Yeah. And I fucking, I remember he pulled over off the side like a weirdo, flipped, gave me like a gang sign out the window, and I got like a, I stopped. And then he went ahead, and I go, no, fuck that. I floored it, got on his ass. I think oh, I even God. bumped him mid-motion and chased him down the, <laughs> down the highway. I no way this guy was going where he was supposed to. And I lived off. I, th- I had this, like, psycho-ish thing where I'm like, yeah, you hard. don't know me, motherfucker. You real hard. You don't fucking know me. <laughs> oh, dude. Hard as a diamond. <laughs> Fat cock going, man. You know, like. Yeah. So you kind of use that, and. You're right, though. You're right, dude. Seeking help it will, will open up so many different possibilities yeah. to me and all that kind of shit. When you're ready. I think I'm ready now, though, man. I and know I'm ready. It like used this, to be... You might not like this first therapist, but maybe the next one will be good. That's fine. I'm sure that. Yeah, I'm sure it's like, uh, you know, you get a manager and you're like, fuck this manager. You yeah. get a new manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get that. Um, I just know it's not cute anymore. I'm not 24. I'm not 25. It wasn't cute then. It, it really? I mean, you are cute. Come it on. Was it never fun? It wasn't cute. No. It was never fun? No. When you left, everyone went, oh, jeez. No. I've had people nobody tell me went, in the past. Nobody, when you left, went, Haha, that was a pretty fucking cool meltdown from Joe today, and they high-fived each other. That's funny. I've had people in the past saying, like, hey, your temper came in handy there. Or I've had people say, like, you know, I could have used you because you would have told that guy to fuck off. I've had yeah. people say that That's to me, That's just though. trying to weaponize your anger. What? Can you blame people? That's a good weapon right there. All right. Um, That's like, yeah, my one friend's a murderer. God, we could have used him. He could have murdered these people who cut us off in traffic. Well, you know what, man? At, at the end of every good bar session, uh, this, is, this, is, this is your last call, man. No, we resolved like, something there. Man. We, we came to the conclusion. We would, I would give you guys a nice nice big hug right now because you, you, you helped a friend through some shit. Yeah. And um, Cole, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Um, last I call. I what you've done with this place. Where could... Where could uh, I think this business is really going to make it. Yeah. One of these days, we're going to find out a real crazy know. vice of yours like you like licking feet. This was a... Check out the Art of Wrestling podcast. Colcabana.com. Used to be a Pizza Hut. Used to be a Pizza Hut. Yeah. Coltmerk.com. Marty yeah. and Sarah love wrestling. Yes. At Colcabana. At Colcabana. At Marty. You guys have your names. Good. Every now and then you have someone that's like, I'm at Stinky Fart McFuckface. And you're like, all right, cool. I had at Dr. Colcabana because someone was at Colcabana. Then I had some friends in the biz and they got it taken yeah. care of. Tell them, the Bret, tell them the Bret Hart story. Oh, so there's a famous world wrestling you know Bret champion, Hart. Bret Hart. Of course I know Bret Hart, motherfucker. Come he on. got on Twitter, and Bret Hart was taken, at Bret Hart. So his middle name is, I think, Stuart? Probably Stu for his Stuart, dad. Yeah. yeah. So his Twitter handle was Bret S. Hart. So it read, at Bret Shart. <laughs> and I tweeted him right away. I think I just did a tweet. I was like, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. Bret Hart's name is at Bret Shart. Holy fuck. And then I think he probably realized it and got it changed very soon after. Ah, uh, did he ever get Bret Hart? Is he Bret Hart now? He is Bret, he is Bret Hart. Hart. All right, good for him. That's Thanks good. Thanks to Dr. Colt Cabana over here. <laughs> there you go, Doc. All right, Marty DeRosa, Colt Cabana. I'm Joe Kilgown. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Check out past episodes. Rate, review us on iTunes. It goes a long way. Really appreciate that. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening to Kilgown's Cheers. podcast. Cheers.